Welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm John. I'm JD, and I'm trying to rearrange this thing because I'm not supposed There we go. No, hold on. Wait, stop. I'm doing it. No, I got it. Wait, you can do that? <laughs> yeah. I can touch buttons. All right. You can no. Touch as many you can touch as many buttons as you like, John. No, for crying. <laughs> I really have to uh, So we're back, I everyone. Loaded I you didn't watch technical... movies like that. <laughs> Load it with technical difficulties. And innuendo. And innuendo, yes. As usual. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be this show without it, right? Guess not. Uh, how is everyone doing? John, how are you feeling? You were under the weather last week. I spent the whole week being sick. I still don't feel up to snuff right now. I took two COVID tests over the last week, both negative. It was just a really horrid flu. Yeah. And I've still got a cough that I am really hard, suppressing hard right now. <laughs> but uh, there we go. I lost it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, I just, this week was just, I didn't even get to go see my parents for uh, for thanksgiving i was too sick to drive oh but the uh, the neighbors with the ones that have two little girls that that watch my cats when i'm out and about uh they brought over a turkey dinner for me so that was very kind know, of them yeah i have really good neighbors just the best yeah it, they're like state farm no it nice. sounds like, it's like george bailey over here <laughs> Yeah, it was good. That that part was good. The rest of it just sucked. But what are you going to do? It's It was a flu. And the funny thing is, I've got a doctor's appointment this week. What am I getting? Flu shot. <laughs> so, a little too late for that. Yeah, yeah. A little, <laughs> just missed it. By yeah, that so, much. I, I tell you, last Saturday and Sunday, I don't even remember it. And I, I could get roaring drunk and remember everything. But I don't remember those two days because I was so out of it. I was running like a fever of 103 both days. I'm like, I was done. So, yeah, that was my week. So I caught up on a lot of anime. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> We're glad you're at least enough to join us tonight and you're on the mend. That's the important thing. Getting there. How about you, JD? Nothing really over here. Andy's been sick for a couple of weeks with a rhino virus. Oh, so that's perhaps, fun. Did, did yeah, he well, throw the just, horn yet? I made that joke. He didn't think it was funny. Now I get why. It's funny. He's been coughing for a month, and they said, oh, these rhinoviruses, there's not much you can do. You just got to wait it out. Speak of the devil, right. he just dropped he, he just dropped a note on me because we are oh. we have our own pod. We recorded our own podcast before because he wanted to have his own podcast. So him breaking and dad news. recorded a podcast. Yes, breaking news. Oh. So he sent me a bunch of notes, and I have no idea what any of this says because his handwriting is terrible. So... so <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing all right. He's still got a little bit of a cough, which he's like I said, he's had for a month now. But other than that, he's been all right over here. Took him to see wrestling on Wednesday. Yeah, it was fun. Been lay low. We were off school all week, which was all right. Uh, we had parent teacher conferences on Monday and Tuesday, which was eh, first wrestling meet of the year went last Wednesday. It went pretty good. Other than that, Loki. How about you, Dave? How was your turkey day? It was fine. <laughs> My in laws came over and we ate at one o'clock in the afternoon. And then I was like, it ruined the rest of my day because I was exhausted. Like the kid and I took a nap and I was, it was like six. And I'm like, I, I can't believe how tired I am. And then we watched Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. Oh, neat. Yeah, it was fun. It's old. Uh, man, Wilder's an absolute madman in that film. His performance yeah. holds up fantastic. His is the ultimate performance. Like everybody is <clears throat> going great. to be compared to him. Yeah, yeah, he's great in that movie. So you didn't, didn't take, take him on side. No, it wasn't in Chicago. Oh, no, to, to WWE. No, he doesn't watch WWE. We just watch AEW. So we went to Wednesday Dynamite. Um, and uh, should have gone to WWE, it turns out. But yeah. 
Okay, and Drew, you're you're saying it's not currently running on Facebook? I'm not sure why. Not showing any errors on our end. Uh, mm -hmm. right. Oh, is that part of your computer trying to sh shut down? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Start. Behind the scenes, Dave's computer rebelled on him like Hal in 2001 before the show started. Yes. It's a problem with oh, Microsoft. No, no so. Dave. I won't do that, Dave. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Nice. yeah exactly. Perfect. As I was saying, Dave, how was your weekend? It was good. It was. It's. It's weird when we have a week off. I know this wasn't by choice, but it. It was. But it ends up being real busy week for me because I. Uh, I go to my daughter's for Thanksgiving, but I cook the uh, the turkey and do the stuffing and uh, the gravy, and she does everything else. We hear a controversial statement. Yes. I hate gravy. Whoa. I, Whoa. I hate it so much, and I always have. Brown gravy, white gravy, it's all disgusting. Look, Fortunately, look, I can't look, eat it all chock full of gluten, but I hate gravy. Yeah. Right now, we might be losing our gravy-loving fans, and I only have one thing to say to that. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. Hot, uh, hot, topics. hot Thanksgiving topics. Yeah, but, I mean, it went really well, like... I got to her house at 7.30 in the morning to get everything done, and uh, we ate at 3. Oh, so you're these old people that have to eat at the butt crack of dawn to have dinner and mess everything up. No, because I got to spend the day with my granddaughters while the turkey was cooking. Oh, so, that's you know. fine. I take away my joke. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew doesn't like brown gravy either. It's gross, man. It's gross. Whoa, man. I don't know about, I don't know about you guys anymore. You know what the worst thing is when people have the mashed potatoes? Because mashed potatoes on their own are, are just phenomenal. I spend probably 60% of my meal just on mashed potatoes, carved up like a mug. But then they make that lake of gravy inside their mashed potatoes. Oh, uh -huh. my God, is that disgusting. No. Oh, okay. oh my okay. stomach turns. So, wait. I, you okay, wait. A, a little bit of gravy, a little bit of mashed potatoes, a little bit of turkey, and a little bit of sauerkraut. What? What are you, a heathen <laughs> sauerkraut? I, is this I a have, Pennsylvania I, thing? <laughs> no, I have no. no. It's an it's an O'Grady thing. I have no idea how far back in my family's history it goes, <clears throat> but but yeah, sauerkraut just brings everything together for Thanksgiving dinner. Don't know why it just does. I'm sure there's a lot of German and Polish families that have sauerkraut on Thanksgiving. We're Irish. I have no idea where it came. I don't know what that's perplexed. A lot of my Italian brethren have pasta for Thanksgiving along. Oh yeah, yeah. My, we do. We do not. It's funny then. They didn't really do it in my wife's family, even though my father-in-law was first generation born in this country. But the 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 woman I dated before I met my wife, they always had pasta on Thanksgiving. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, strange. pasta course. Happy past Thanksgiving, belly aches, fellas. <laughs> and one on, th on Thursday, that's for sure. Yep. So I guess you my can't do bread stuffing then either, right? Oh, no. Gluten. My wife tried something. She made like a sweet potato and sausage mix. It was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I'm going to have to chuck through it for lunch this week. It's all right. My, my mother-in-law. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, my daughter makes a rice stuffing. Ooh. I bet that's interesting. Yeah. I'd eat that. I'd eat, I try yeah. that. That sounds good. Rice is great. Rice is fantastic. My mother-in-law usually makes like a gluten-free pumpkin pie and like really good pie crust, but she forgot to bring the wrong. She bought the wrong one. So before she came over, she made uh... like pumpkin pie cups. So we had like baby food jars essentially filled with pumpkin pie. And you Yum. know what? It was awesome. You sprayed the whipped cream on top and just went to town. I was like, this is great, actually. This is great. But actually, like, the night before Thanksgiving, I went to my girlfriend's, and she made four pumpkin pies. Damn! One was for me to take with me, 
and three was for her family. <laughs> Dang, that was a did she make good pumpkin pie? Oh yeah, very good. That's but clearly, uh, she's making four of them. But uh, and I was like, wait, who's coming over? Because it was just she told me originally it was just her aunt, her boys, and her mom, and her aunt even didn't come. But like, her boys can eat pumpkin pie. So I guess so. <laughs> do you guys only do pumpkin pie, or do you venture out into some of the other pies? For Thanksgiving. My daughter made an apple strudel and a chocolate pudding pie. We so... call that French silk over here. That's pretty good, though. I'm a fan. Yeah. My girlfriend bought a French silk and an apple pie for uh, Thanksgiving, but uh, I'm just a pumpkin guy myself. So wait, she made four pumpkin pies and bought two more? Yeah. How much so... pie does one need? She bought those pies because it was for a charity thing at school. Oh, so... ruining my material this week, man. <laughs> Normally, you only see that much pie in Pie Day. So yes, so yeah, when doing math, but it was good. Then, uh, of course, spent the weekend at my girlfriend's, which brings up another interesting topic I wanted to bring up. Normally, I create clips <clears throat> from the show and I put them out on social media to promote the show throughout the week. Did I do right? that this week? Did you? No, because I didn't have a new show to promote. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was quiet. But remember when we were talking about the Marvels and. We were talking about the barrier to entry, and I said that my girlfriend like doesn't like uh, Marvel because of the huge barrier to entry at this point. So I put that, the tool I used made that a clip. I put it out, and people are assholes. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so, on social media especially, yes. I had We had one quote where it was like, yeah, this guy has a girlfriend with laughing emojis. So I actually deleted uh. that clip, and then... The next day, someone commented, it was a completely different person. This guy has a girlfriend. I have to up my game. And you know what? Yeah, you do. You fucking loser. <laughs> you fucking loser. I've got a girlfriend because I know how to treat women. Apparently, you don't. So, right. so you're sitting home on Thanksgiving masturbating, you loser. <laughs> fucking twat. <laughs> I like this part of the game. That should be our social media manager for this week. Okay. Katie insults <laughs> listeners. That guy's not a listener. He ain't gonna listen. He's a fucking no. dickhead. No, it was someone no, no, who came no, across they, the clip on social media and just said yeah, that. Fuck yeah. him. It's, it, there's always going to be trolls that are just going to comment. They, they don't even know what the hell the show's about. It's just going to be, oh, you know. Well, ours is like pretty tricky to figure Get angry. Ours is pretty tricky to figure out there, man. You might not know our show. They like superhero speak. Hey, Chris Haig, people on social media are assholes. What a revelation. Chris, you yeah. are an asshole. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm to play the good guy over here. I know you. I'm hoping he's a friend of yours. Yeah, it's all a good friend, yeah. For, for the kind of people that make those kind of comments, yeah, it actually would be hard to figure out what we're about. <laughs> Napoleon film just... was such a mistake. It should have been a TV show. Are you talking about the uh, Ridley Scott one? Ulysses, well, sorry, I'm out of practice. Ulysses says Napoleon was such a, a mistake, it should have been a TV series. I assume he means the Ridley Scott Napoleon. It's not getting great reviews. I yeah, focus on the romance and the historical events. Shake my head. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, really. Scott talked. He's talked a lot of crap about superhero movies. And it's been hard to get excited to defend them because they've all been really bad this year. But I mean, like his last couple movies have been ass. True story. Yeah, Chris agrees. He knows. <laughs> nice. And Randy says Dave's girlfriend gives me hope. So right, exactly. Randy knows. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take that in another direction. I'm gonna leave it alone because it's holiday. Um, <laughs> the look on Chuck's face was priceless. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so that's just, no was, I don't know. Yeah. Like, fuck him. Yeah. Oh, exactly. wait, him and Ridley Scott. Fuck them both. Ridley Scott <laughs> can get it. Yeah. Although I I'll say this 
I'll say this to Ridley Scott. He's in his 80s and still making movies. That's pretty impressive. I just saw the previews. It was, it's what's his face? Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. And I'm like, who asked for this movie? I don't know. Is it? I learned about him in school. I just, the, I the guy thought, who made Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Classy says, I'm so sad Napoleon could have been great, but I was depressed at the end of the film. Uh, it's not an uplifting story, to be honest with you, Classy. Yeah. John's face, why am I the only adult here? That is the face, and that is the question. <laughs> um, it's Napoleon. It's not like a happy story to begin with. No. Yeah, I don't know. He's killed, right? He was killed by his own men? No, he's exiled. Oh, okay, okay. I think. I believe he was exiled. Like, it's not a great thing. It's like reading Julius Caesar. Like, man, that ending, what a bummer. <laughs> he got stabbed Fuck, in the back. March, <laughs> shitty time of year, early spring, <laughs> kind of blows, and they kill the guy. He died on the island of St. Helena, where he was out of power and exiled from his beloved France by May 5th, 1821. He had been getting sicker for several months and suffered from recurrent abdominal pain, progressive weakness, and unabating constipation. That's a shitty way to go, pardon me. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the low. That was the low fruit, man. That was the low fruit. <laughs> was the low hanging fruit. Unlike what he couldn't get hanging out of him. That's a shitty way to go. I did it again. That's a bad way to go. I, there's no. Come on, it's just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Accurate. Spoiler Napoleon alert: Napoleon dies in prison. <laughs> he died at fifty. At fifty-one. Yeah. He was only so, fifty-one from mad well, sex disease. I thought it was too. I thought he had like chlamydia or syphilis or something like that. John's face on only adults. <laughs> that's, that's, I like that. I wish I made that joke. Yeah, I think it was a sex disease. I think it was chlamydia or the clap or something like that. Yeah, probably. Syphilis. No. Hitler, they think Hitler had syphilis. Napoleon was not what I thought I'd have to do research on for this. Uh, we did, I did ask the question the previous week of on social media that we did get some answers on. And my question, we talked about this a lot. No, we didn't talk about this. We talked about the movie. But obviously, the Marvels failed, right? In all measurements yeah. of marvel movies and and money yeah. it it's it's a complete failure which is, is stupid because i still i it's it's a good movie it's better than some of the others like i John, it has they have to go to see it to know it's a good movie that's the thing and I, it's not, I, I know but even word of mouth should, like i think i feel like the trolls are winning this round like They've the word of mouth should have at least told set, so, should have at least pushed it out that okay you know, so here's, make more the, money. I, here's here's the reason i asked this question on social media too because a lot of different YouTubers were shitting on this movie who obviously didn't even see it just, but it seemed to become, it seemed to become the in thing to do. Just everyone's ragging on it. Everyone's ragging on Disney and and Marvel. So we're just going to pile on. And it's just like, yeah, but that's not fair. And I think that scares people away. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent does. But it's like when you're playing this game, positivity doesn't typically go very far unless the zeitgeist is with you and yeah. like this movie and I, again i don't even think like like hassan said flash was a good movie it was okay and it failed blue beetle was a good movie and it failed i just think we're i think we're burning people out man i think like we've reached the phase where you and i say yeah, i'm tired of this chris says it sucks we failed because it was so much better than anything else released in snowy home other than guardians 3 yeah, i agree 100 that's what i said when we reviewed it uh classy says that we live in an internet era right now that before the internet didn't exist so they have the so they have to go to the theaters to watch the, the movie. Watchmen, yeah. Oh, you're young in class. You saw cut you some slack on this. Let me tell you about a little movie called Batman '89 and how people were ready to shit on that thing when Michael Keaton got cat. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's different now, but the problem with the internet is it gives it's a two-edged sword, right? Because guys like us aren't doing this show without the internet. 
But the problem is right. internet gives everybody a voice and not all voices should be weighted equally. And not all voices are yeah. weighted equally, but everybody can participate in the discourse. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when the zeitgeist goes one way, it's going to happen. And I think it was good, but it wasn't good enough to buck the trends or to stand against what was going on. I was born in 1986. Yeah, man, I have t-shirts older than you, homie. So like, <laughs> I literally have t-shirts older than you. Yeah. <laughs> can you say goodnight to everybody? Hey, you gotta get in the camera. Get in there. Get in the. Get, you know how to do this. Talk to the microphone. Say goodnight. Goodnight. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> so Thanks. Joey, oh, so was her poor notes. Says men lie, women lie, math don't lie. Two hundred seventy million budget plus marketing won't break two hundred million worldwide. It's a flop. Could be better than blowjobs, but <laughs> but dollar wise, it's a flop. <laughs> Look, but it doesn't deserve to be a flop. I just so because their whole there's a whole Brie the Brie Wilson contingent. Who's Brie Wilson? Right? Brie Larson. Sorry. Um, that, there's a whole contingent that just want to see her her movies flop for no reason whatsoever. Because well, she talked. Because she talked. No, there's a reason. She's because she she's terrible in selling. I hate that phrase, but and that's the thing is these movies. Now, we can say that, but Captain Marvel made a ton of money. Captain Marvel was right. a success, and that bothered people. The problem is Marvel is cranking these things out now like widgets, right? None of them have chance I, have a chance to breathe on their own and to be their own thing. It's just one more piece of the puzzle, man. I actually was having a conversation with someone on social media on my own, my personal page, and I also think one of the problems, this wasn't marketed well compared to, like, other Marvel movies. No, it, it really wasn't. It wasn't no, marketed they, as compared heavy. Compared to, like, Love and Thunder, they marketed the hell out of that. And there's a rumor. That's there why. is a rumor going around right now that the movie was made due to contractual issues, and that they didn't really want to make it. It's I don't know that's true. That they're saying that, that's why it was cut down to 100 minutes. It's why they didn't market it heavily. The but I don't know. I think the real reason it wasn't marketed is because they look at the trends. When movies are trending to go, and this wasn't yeah. trending to do well. So if you're Disney, why would you spend this kind of money? Why would you spend more money? then people aren't going to go see this movie anyway. Those plus tickets are expensive, and the economy isn't good at the moment, so customers pick and choose. The economy is not, that's a talking point that's not quite accurate, but here's the thing is people, when they want something, they'll go see something. Right, exactly, like Barbie. Right, I like Barbie. Movie theaters are going to become obsolete in a few years. Keep saying that, I don't think Yeah, so. I don't buy that. There's enough pushback against that right now. If they made it through, here's the thing about theaters. If they made it through the pandemic, They'll make it through this. The problem is, keep Kazan's up. I like this. The problem is you have to give people a reason to go, and people are tired of franchises. It's not just the superhero movies that failed. Mission Impossible, right? Indiana yeah. Jones. Really? Wow. Yeah, everything failed. Oh, yeah, the Indiana Fast Jones winner. Fast and the Furious failed. People got tired. 2023 is your people said, I'm sick of franchises. Yeah. Barbie won and Five Nights at Freddy's is kicking ass right now. Kassan yep. says, and I love this. I, don't, I haven't read the rest, but I love the first sentence. Kassan says, JD's take is the real problem. You sound like my wife. There's a mass production <laughs> of these movies and have reduced the quality. There's a lot of truth to that, too. Like I said, yeah. they're widgets. They're knocking widgets out. Like we have to hit X amount of movies, needs to be done this way. So we have the formula. Yeah. And they're just, there isn't the care. There isn't the, the thirst for these movies like there used to be. I think that's a big it's part tough. of it, too. The market's saying, ah, we're good right now. I think James Gunn's in trouble. Not because of anything to do with his movie, but because there's just such a negative outlook yeah. on superhero movies. Maybe by next, when's it supposed to come out? Next year or the year after? I forget which. But maybe by then, people will be a little bit more calm about it. But right now, if I was a super, if I had a superhero movie, I would think twice before releasing it. Even Oppenheimer um, did well. Oh, Oppenheimer did well. 
You're not going to get a sequel to that. All right, so here's some of the responses <laughs> we got on the... Here's some of the responses we got on social media over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Random Randy Savage said, could this post be any more clickbaity? No, yes, it could, Randy. It it's could. only a failure of the realm of being a Marvel movie. Top gross this weekend in second in FNAF with $8 million and the Taylor Swift concert. Scorsese's three-hour film about yes, Leo man. banging an Indian chick made $10 million more that's in also a, been a failure. That's also been a failure. Like what Scorsese, movie? the guy. Oh, God. His movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, the murder mystery on the Indian reservation thing. Oh. Native American reservation, excuse me. I yeah. forget the title of it. Scorsese also talked a lot of crap this year about Marvel movies, and nobody went to go see his movies. But again, his movies aren't like box office like phenomenon. Like he, he's, a, he's Scorsese. Classy. Hot take Western. Honestly, hot take Western should take notes from anime Japan and put tons of fan service in superhero shows and films. Okay, so we need to talk about using more words in our sentences. Classy. No, they they do. That. Like, they just it, say, it's, it's that's the, not the problem. We're so loaded on fan, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. No, I think they do put tons of fan service. I think that you have to Marvel go didn't. to the movie, Marvel specifically, you have to go to the movie to get the fan service. That's the problem. They're not going to the movies. They're tired of them. And I'm guilty as charged, man. I, I, I've said that for a year on this show. You were asking when. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Maybe the mood will change by then. Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. So I'm talking about missing words. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Drew says, I don't feel comedies, dramas that don't they don't have special effects are losing a place in the theater since people just wait for streaming. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this, like, if anything, the theater is going to be more for blockbusters. Event. And then yeah. the smaller movies... Which again, that's been the home of smaller movies for thirty years. Is they forty years now? They've gone. They've they found their audience and home video, right? I don't. Mm, I think right. that's just streaming is the new home video. The problem is if everything is a blockbuster, nothing is a blockbuster, and that's what we hit this year. Every studio tried to put out five blockbusters. Yep, we had two. Also, with the direct to video, ran to Walmart or your video store, or whatever, and you picked up the video. Now it's okay. They put it on streaming. Which streaming service yeah, do you probably. have? Uh, is one of the five you have one of the ones that it's out on? Yeah, and you know, also like, we, we and have to wait for them to condense a little bit more. Yeah, and that, that's the uh, thing too. They just recently changed it where it's three months is the wait time from when it gets released in theaters to when it goes to streaming. It used to be, you know, they kept shortening that time, and now three months is not a long time to wait. Dude, to it's been like, okay. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm all flimmy today. Batman, I always like Batman as a reference. Batman '89 came out on June 23rd. 1989. The VHS came out September 5th, 1989. I know because my parents had to buy their first VHS. We were a beta family. <laughs> and we, we moved to VHS because Batman was not going to be released in beta. Beta was <clears throat> was the superior format. Do not beta get Max me started was definitely, on this. Yeah. Beta was better. Beta Cam, Beta Max's cousin, was the standard for television production until 2006. So mm. spare me your beta feelings. However, that the, the market did not like beta, so we had to get a VHS player. That's less than three months. And this was the biggest movie of its era. Mm-hmm. So it's always been like this. Like, with home video, stuff gets cranked out pretty quick, and it's always been that way. Drew said exactly JD. I don't know what he meant when he specifically, but I agree. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> VHS, that sounds... Bro, let me tell you. We had to rewind videos, and I worked at Blockbuster. We got mad if you didn't rewind the video, because then I had to rewind them for you, and it was a pain in the ass. 
Uh, Kassan says, fan service is a weak mechanism to incite reaction. I agree with him, by the way. Fan service can be good if used sparingly and to advance a story. Fan service, the sake of fan service, is cheap. I agree. Yeah. Not yeah. on with that, 100%. Kassan also said over on X, ignoring the facts with closed eyes only leads to painful conclusions. Stories are dependent on the following. Plot, characters, conflict, theme, internal logic. Movies yeah. have an extra consideration of the visual medium the plot just didn't add up captain marvel destroys the villain's home planet by mistake villains go around trying to rebuild it by settling water atmosphere and by stealing i'm sorry water atmosphere in the sun (laughs) i still think the plot was stupid all that from one planet why did they just why did exactly they yeah, why did they why that's a great point john that we didn't discuss why did they go to multiple planets to get all that stuff why did president scroob have a better idea than Cree lady whose name i can't remember in in the plot she was doing it in order to go she was doing it so that she could take out planets that were important to carol Danvers. all right but I that doesn't not... make any sense when you're going through that much effort. <laughs> you're trying to save your people? Save your freaking people. Do yeah, one plan. Lame. What the hell? Lame. Right, I'm lame. not going to read the in- I'm not going to read everything because he goes through all the, the dumb plot points. But then the integrity of the story is lowered in favor of consumerism. The audience can feel the mechanisms working behind the scene. And the core idea of a storytelling is to have the reader not notice the structure of the story. Yeah, we don't want to feel the mechanisms going work out. Be fully immersed in the tale. The Marvels failed in that regard. So, what did they do? Apparently, not much, as evident by the box office numbers on this on this post. <laughs> Chris, I'm not looking for logic here. He says in Spaceballs they only wanted the air. Yeah, but it's still the same story. They could have taken whatever, but they did. They took the trees. They took the snow on the mountains. Mega Maid sucked it all up. We watched it happen. She went from suck. What? And yet, Iman Vellani is the life of the movie. Like, it's really unfair to her that this flops so hard because she's amazing. This happens, though, in a lot of movies where movies don't quite land, but there's good performances. It's not the first time. It's not the last time it's going to happen. And and it's really funny, too, because she literally embodies the spirit. (laughs) That's actually (laughs) Randy says it's Kassan Robert McKee. It's a great book. Stories, it's a must if you're a writer. Like, you have to read that book. So do you understand how a vacuum cleaner works? Why you want to oh, come? No. You want to come okay. clean my floor? <laughs> it's the point I'm trying to make is Iman literally embodies the spirit of Kamala Khan from the comic book. She literally is the character. She's just mm-hmm. she's the one that bring that could bring everybody else together, and you're experiencing through her eyes, and it makes it fun. It's just unfair to her that this. The is problem is you space. had to do homework to see this movie. You had to do yeah. so much homework to see this movie. Space What's tactician who is Thrawn Kill, who. He was here the last time we were live. My wife owns a Captain Marvel sweater, and she is only interested in going to see the movie. The only temptation... Oh, she's not seeing it, interested in seeing the movie. Sorry. The only temptation is the post-credit X. Ex- I um, love that part. I honestly, mm-hmm. And then Timothy Jones said, I honestly don't think it failed at all. It had a lot of fun, and though it was... And thought it was well done and acted. The humor is well delivered, and... I thought that the action moved throughout the movie at a good pace and did. didn't let up. I give it three marvelous stars out of five. I can't take these Tim Jones posts without a dad joke. I keep waiting. I keep like waiting <laughs> for a punchline and it never comes. And I, I never know what to say. Sour grapes, finer newspapers across this great land. Yes. 
I miss your dad jokes, Tim. Make them more, please. Yes. He'll, he'll, yeah. Yes. (laughs) The accountants at Disney don't agree. It absolutely, it definitely failed. Yeah. Yeah. I get the argument like it was a good movie, but it doesn't matter. The movie has to make money for them to continue to make movies. (laughs) You think so? And yet we're going to get a bunch more Marvel movies. Uh, Because Disney owns everything. Hopefully they slow down. (laughs) Just a little. The march is on. They are not going to slow down ever. All right. While I'm waiting for tickets. It's like Kirby's. It just can't get rid of it. It's going to be with you forever. Oh. (laughs) Okay. That's terrible. I have Kirby's. Right here. It's annoying. Wrestling. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Is it? Yes. You keep getting all these skin diseases over and over again. It, it's a problem with because you're wrestling because you're in contact. You, know, yeah. you get it once and it's there. The fuck I, was that? Sorry, I'm trying to. Are we experiencing the, with ambiance? No, I'm loading the Facebook comments. Doug Lennox, who's an actual oh, friend God. of mine, says <laughs> his response to why did it fail was why. <laughs> uh, Andy Price said lack of story. Oh, I think line. I called that guy a dork. I don't know, he read something of his, and I'm like, who is this dork? I didn't realize you guys were friends with him. So I'd apologize, but he was being a dork. <laughs> um, he actually was the lead singer in my band many moons ago. Andy Price says, lack of storyline and poorly I did, executed... Chris. Lack of storyline and poorly executed characters and acting bad ended... And acting. Bad ending, too. It felt like a TV special cheap job. That's tough. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Drew Carlson said, I'm not sure. Sh- <laughs> I'm not sure. Multiverse of Madness was also tired of was also tired oh tied to WandaVision, but two out of three of the main characters you don't know unless you've watched these shows. That's probably a big turnoff. Which yeah, I agree. I think that was a big problem with it was people didn't know who these characters were. Why were they gonna go to the theater for them? So I mean it was, it was easy. Go ahead. <coughs> Dave's Dave's Doubling up on us. I don't know what's going on. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Technical issues. We're running muck on Superhero Speak. Classy says Facebook. Now, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, over on the Tiki Talks, Freddie C said, I've seen every other Marvel movie, but I thought this one was coming out later in the year and didn't even realize it was released. This is what I was Marketing. talking about in advertising. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't happen. No, not with Marvel. Not because they didn't care. They didn't care about this movie. We got to be. We got to face facts. Disney did not give a shit about this one. And uh, Dave, what are you doing? There's all kinds I, of. Warmth. It sounds like you have ghosts in your house. I do actually. Didn't you know that? That's creepy. What? Okay then. <laughs> I am trying not to play the video while we, I'm reading the comments. Can, like a vampire, can we put a stake in social media <laughs> madness this week? Mm. Not agreeing let's, let's, with let, us. Let, let, let's yeah, let's bag that and move on. All right, fine. So yes, the movie failed, <laughs> and, and everyone has a different opinion on why. And I do think that uh, that's part of the problem too, right? No one can put their finger on what actually happened because there's a lot of reasons why it failed, right? There's that's therein lies the problem when there's so many legitimate reasons for pointing at why something didn't work. Where it's and that's the answer is a plethora. Right. One, you had to do too much homework. Two, there's a lot of there's a lot of animosity against the character and and this particular part. From, yeah. yeah, there is. I mean, it's real. Like whether it's stupid or not, it's real. There's a lot. Disney didn't advertise it very much. There's a lot. Dave doesn't come back. I'm commandeering the show. Go for it. My, my I'm my, the captain my, now. 
my plug got knocked out and I need to use this light to see the plug, to, to see the outlet. Now, give me a second. Uh, talks amongst yourselves. <laughs> Makes for great radio. So, yeah, there's so <laughs> many reasons why this movie failed. And all of them are legitimate. Like the script, like Kassan be the first. We were light on the movie last week or two weeks ago because we were entertained by it. But Kassan brought up a lot of good points about the plot and the script and stuff like that. It was not perfect. We made we just made fun of the main villains like arc and plot and like their idea. Like there's a lot there's a lot of reasons why this movie failed. Like I was entertained by it because I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was dumb and and made me laugh. Iman, if you go, Iman Vellani's great. If you if you go after the the bad guy though in a Marvel movie like you have they all way, way, yeah, way all, worse ones than that we have like two good Marvel villains right yeah legitimately yeah. there's not a lot of good Marvel villains the problem is the leads didn't do enough to overcome they didn't but at least like at the least this one had a modicum of motivation like it wasn't as bad as whatever the hell his name was from Dark from Thor Dark World where it's like angry Malekith Malekith yeah. Boy, do you, is there a guy who farts out performances with less passion than Christopher Eccleston? I no. not when he's not into it. That's for sure. I mean, not in, the, in the first for... season of Doctor Who, he was amazing. But uh, but if he's not interested to, in, in something, he's phone he phones it in hard. Phones it in <laughs> like I'll give you Destro. He's wanted nothing to do with Doctor Who since leaving either. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, now that you've had a chance to reflect on the plot, theme, and internal logic, yeah, man. Like I said, I was, I don't maybe, sometimes I think that reviewing a movie right after seeing it is probably the worst time to review it because I come out of the theater liking everything. Yeah. You have to be really, you have to be really bad for me to like hate it, Bruce Willis. That's terrible. I don't know what we're talking about, but it's terrible. Bruce Willis jokes are not appropriate right now, Chris. Man's struggling. No, I, I hate reviewing. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. Make fun of Bruce Willis. Yeah, who don't? Uh, not, not till he's dead. Then he's fair game. No. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. Dave's gift <laughs> threw me off. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. Okay. I had a point I was trying to make, and then I'm totally derailed. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. I shouldn't, review, I shouldn't review a movie. It's hard to review a movie right oh, away because yeah. I come out of the theater generally happy, usually. And if I'm generally yeah. happy when I leave the theater, I don't really, I don't really think about it. you got to cook on something for a little while before you can really, like, give a give like an accurate review because analysis yeah like I, I saw i was like looking at facebook posts from years ago and sometimes i'll run across movie posts i'm like what the fuck was i thinking <laughs> like, i came out of man of steel the first time it was a pretty good movie and now i'm yeah, like yeah. what were you thinking <laughs> again i had to cook on that took me about two weeks to cook on it and then finally it all unraveled for me one night when i was thinking about it same with the first justice league the first justice league, which we reviewed on the show i want to go back and listen I was really kind on it. I hate that movie. Like, what the hell was I thinking? You hate it with a fiery passion. Not as much as I hate the Snyder, anything Zack Snyder related, but yeah. Let JD cook. That's great advice. Let me cook. My <laughs> wife will say, please, make him. Bruce Willis was putting out movies like he owed the mafia money for years. Yeah, it's, it's a job. He was doing a job and providing a good living for his family. And how do you know he didn't owe him money? All right. That is all the social media madness for the week. Thank God. So if you would like to know how you can follow us on social media and be a part of social media madness for next week, here's our good friend Don to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Do you want to be part of social media madness? Go ahead and head on over to SuperheroSpeak.com. You'll find all the links you need, episodes of the show, comic reviews by Chris, and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, you can also check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, baby, 
So Wizard Podcast, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars, and you're not going to be disappointed. Make sure that you are commenting on our Twitter articles. Be a poignant comment, could be a stupid one. Either way, gives you a chance for Dave to possibly mispronounce your Twitter handle. All right, I've rambled on enough. Let's head back to Dave and the gents on Superhero Speak. Possibly. Possibly mispronounce your Twitter handle. Brandon uh, says, yeah, Google Bruce Willis brain and you will understand why. Yeah, Bruce Willis has is, is got dementia. He's not doing very well right now. Yeah, yeah no, it's a bad, advanced it's form of aphasia. And uh, it, it's he's it's only going to decline really fast from now on. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, bad. It's, it's a shame as we go as we get into Die Hard season, right? Where everybody will trumpet Die Hard oh, as one of the yeah. greatest Christmas movies of all time. They're wrong. It's Gremlins. But oh. Die Hard is a good Christmas movie. And he's great. All right. His wife has well, been talking about how hard it's been to deal with because he doesn't remember her sometimes now or something like that. God, that's got to be awful. That's got to be awful to wake up and your significant other has no memory who you are. Yeah. Well, yeah, it sucks. Didn't we learn that how to handle that with 51st dates? Huh? What? Moving on. <laughs> Thanks for that, Don. And uh, yeah, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with the news. And here's a new one for you, JD. So you'll be at. Oh, good, 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 good. Some podcasts are like this. I eat Uber Eats every day. I never cook. I keep an empty refrigerator. Dad's son, don't you think it'd be so much cheaper if you cooked? And I said, no, not really. Actually, if you think about it, I said, let's talk about that scenario. Calling the valet, getting downstairs in the elevator to valet, getting in the G-Wagon, burning fuel, sitting in traffic, go to Publix, trying to find a parking spot at Publix, getting out, looking around the store for what I want. Dude, I want fucking chicken or steak. Getting the food, all the ingredients, going home, parking again, going back up the elevator, getting the pots and pans out, Cooking like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Cooking, saving money. The soap, the dial soap that costs $8 a little bottle. Clean the dishes, clean the plates. Fucking nerds. If you make any more than $15 an hour, that whole four-hour ordeal is worth paying an Uber driver the extra 10% to bring the shit to you. It's worth it. Oh, and by the way, the restaurant makes food better than you. And some podcasts are like this. Also, I used to think that iron that's in cereal was iron. It is. Is it? Yes, Joey. Metal? Yes, Joey. Is it really? Yes, Joey. <laughs> no, time yes, Joey. That's why if we're you eating cook... metal, you can't eat metal. Yes, Joey. Yes. What? That's why if you cook in a cast iron skillet or something, it's an it, it enriches the food in iron. Wait, no. Iron is like iron, bro? Like pumping iron? Yes, Joey. No, it's not. Yes. I'm very confused by this. It's okay. Iron is iron? <laughs> iron is dead ass iron. Yes, dude. But what... But... Is it hard normally? What is it? Joey, it's iron. It's iron. There's no what's way. It, what's its form? Iron. <laughs> solid liquid gas plasma. Uh, iron. No. Joey. <laughs> are you? No. Solid liquid gas plasma. Those are the forms. I hope this gets picked up by one of those like. Dude. Hyper like Instagram like scientists that are yeah. just like, let's break this down a minute. And then. <laughs> But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. Good on Jean-Claude editing on this one. Like, you know, having to every time it cuts back to him, like, rattling. But I did laugh that his the love scene, you saw his dick twitch while he was on the crucifix. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mm. That's what started. I remember that like, one piece. It was so good. Mm. You know what always made me laugh? Because, okay, I, I did hate the fact that they played those flashbacks we already saw again. I hated that. But I did enjoy the one where when they were like just finishing making sweet love, and Fender's like, 
so about <laughs> murdering them. He's watching so, them sleep. What are you guys doing? <laughs> but the one dude with the stick is I can't see, so he uses his stick to move the curtain out the way so he can get a good view. <laughs> uh, like, he to just finished inside of her, and he's like, hey, you guys ready to get murdered? <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to Call 45. This is Beat 'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, I want to say that the, the guy. I see JD shake, rubbing least, his hands. I've got at least, to say. At least the guy who, could, who was asking what form the iron was taking, at least he got four states of matter, but he didn't include like Bose Einstein condensate, superfluid, thermionic. Was it thermionic condensate? So at least they got that many. But otherwise, oh my God. There's iron? so much. Really? Iron? There's so much to unpack with that commercial. Randy, you've done it again. You every week manage to make me feel worse for us as a society. First of all, I don't know who that rich butt fuck was, but I hate him in the first commercial. Oh my God, you have to go to Publix and drive there. What a tool. No, no. No, he had to call a car to Yeah, call for the valet. That's what I'm like, <laughs> the valet. I, yeah. I, I hate this man. And you have to cook hope, like a chump. <laughs> I hope someone finds you remember that nail gun and lethal weapon two? That they used yep. to shoot people. I hope someone finds that in with him because that guy needs that. Second commercial. Holy shit. A second podcast. We have, I say this every time Randy puts out a commercial and every time he proves me wrong. I think we found the dumbest motherfucker. That's him. Iron. He didn't get it. Iron. Like, iron is like, iron. Like, it's like saying glass is glass. Steel is steel. Like, like I don't have words for how dumb that man was. Yes, vitamins and minerals are actual vitamins and vitamins minerals. And minerals. Like, <laughs> I'm going to guess this man got no higher than a C in high school chemistry. Possibly. Yeah, that <laughs> might even be generous. That might have been just a nice teacher. We could always, Randy says, we can always find someone dumber. And you're up for the challenge. I know you are, sir. Uh, yeah, but, but Randy, you don't know anybody in Congress to ask, so. <laughs> oh, maybe he do. Okay, okay. Did you guys know that Cyborg is the unproduced sequel to Masters of the Universe. Wait, what? Who? Where? Yeah. What? Cyborg, Cy- the movie that Randy was watching for Cult 45. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the unproduced sequel to Masters of the Universe. How does oh. that work? They were going to make Masters of the Universe 2. Oh, and they used worked the money the, instead to make Cyborg. Not the money, it, the script. It's they another one of those where they, re, they repurposed the script. Since they yeah, had, they yeah, repurposed okay. the script to make Cyborg. Meh. Next week might be more porn stars. The porn stars are at least funny. I get a laugh out of the porn stars. They're actually smarter than the other guys you typically no, use, and, and, which and is the, funny. And the funny thing is, we also get a good reaction out of John. So, dude, John gets so embarrassed with the porn stars start talking about penises and stuff like that. Like he's got that blue light that shines on him, but he's you can see he starts turning pink. Like right now, you can see the color in John's complexion changing. <laughs> you are such a Pennsylvania Dutch prude. It make, and I love you for it, man. It, it entertains I'm from me. Connecticut. <laughs> but you've been living with the Amish Dutch. for too long. Yeah, you live with the Amish. You have a bond. You have a binded by a binded. They made up a word by their customs. <laughs> the porn stars are funny, but yeah, that was good. I'm actually I want to watch or listen to this week's episode of Cult Forty Five because Cyborg rules. It's terrible, but it's also awesome. Terrible, like in that '80s awesomely horrible movie way. Yes. 
There were a lot of those. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it, is it a Canon film or a Golan Globus? The same guys. I forget if it's Canon or Golan. I think Globus. it's Canon because wasn't yeah, Canon sucks Canon? ass. Canon was Masters, as was Superman Four. Boy, did they ever string of turds. Oh. Chris says I'm Chris says I'm cool with porn stars. I know you are, Chris. I'm fully aware of that. Those are usually pretty smart. smart. Yeah, Randy says Canon film. I knew. Canon, Golan Globus, same thing. Classy just says porn stars. Quaker, not quacker. Quaker. No C. (laughs) Quacker. Quacker. (laughs) John lives amongst the quackers. (laughs) We do have ducks out here, but You guys are going to drive uh, me quackers. Let's get to the news. Let's start with, with the article that you brought, J.D., because you don't normally suggest articles. Well, I saw one, and I figured we had to talk about this one. Please. So apparently, I didn't read the whole thing yet. The producer of 47 Ronin. Director. director the director of the movie 47 Ronin, which you've never seen. Let's be honest. It was a no. bomb. It sucked yeah, ass. No. Blue Netflix sci-fi series budget on stocks and crypto. And I started reading that and I'm like, okay, so he made some money, Baba. But then he turned around and like the money he made, he went and spent on designer sports cars. Dave, Dave, he didn't make the money. They gave him money to make a show and he just spent it on crypto and stocks and cars. And we only know this stuff because his ex-wife is bringing it up as part of the divorce settlement. And then the asshole brought Netflix and then he's this asshole is bringing Netflix operations. They didn't pay him his whole, his whole, whole this man wasted like $60,000, excuse me, thousand, pardon me, $60 million. Yeah. And Netflix saw anything about it. I quit making movies far too early. Apparently they just, they were throwing Netflix series at anybody. All I had to do was just stick around and continue to suck. And it would have been just fine. Obviously, too, so in the typo, predictive text makes everything. No, Chris, that wasn't dumb. Quackers was awesome. That made my day 100%. That is one of the great. I don't know. Predictive text is one of the greatest horrible blessings we've had as society. <laughs> but I don't How do you get away with it? Because I have money no idea. Make you make a show. Aren't you supposed to give it back to them if you don't make the show? I, I was always under that assumption. This guy said, no, fuck you. I'm putting this in Dodge in Dogecoin. Which is like what the a- worst. If anyone who follows Do- Dogecoin is like a joke. Like, oh yeah, it was literally a joke. Me, but he made money on it, and then he spent money on it. He, he bought like his wife said he bought a Ferrari and five Rolls Royces. Not a Rolls Royce, five Rolls Royces. Five. What does this like? This man made one movie, and it sucked. I'm I'm absolutely astounded. I'm astounded. He, this guy also claimed to discover COVID's transmission, and he could predict lightning. That's what he's what? If you, yeah, this guy, yeah. Pearl Rinch, right? yeah, yeah, he it, it, while he gambled away the millions of dollars and all that. If you hold a piece of metal, lightning. I can predict metal too. Right, damn it, I'm ruining uh, the joke. I can predict lightning too. Hold up a piece of metal in the sky, and just a good chance you're gonna hit by lightning. Yeah, what, it's just it, it's what an ass hat. What an ass. This is all time. This is the problem. This is where we are. And we've praised Netflix on this show. He could have bought GameStop text and made up better. He made up fine with the Dogecoin. He actually sold at the right time. The problem was he kept spending money. He spent budget, not personal money. He took the budget and was spending it. He spent the budget. That should be like, you should be going to jail. So is this kind of feel the same kind of thing we did back in the internet boom? 
where venture capitalists would walk up to anybody who had a website and say, here's a couple of million dollars, go make us money, blah, blah, blah. And now we're in the streaming wars and it's, they're desperate for shows and they'll walk up to any old guy and it's like, oh, you have a good idea for a show? Yeah, here you go. Here's a couple of million dollars. Go for it. Although this was 61 million. So 60 (laughs) million dollars. And it didn't even go up his nose. That's the most amazing. I'm sure some of it did, but the majority of it apparently didn't. 27 million in crypto bets alone. Oh my God. 27 million dollars. He wasn't even buying board ape drawings. <laughs> yeah, no, those crashed hard. Those are, of course, oh it's, it's not They're real. Worthless now. Yeah, I know. Fucking A is worthless. The NFT thing, like anyone who could have told, any, the people who are trying to tell me the NFTs were going to have value, I'm like, you're buying a GIF. Like, you're buying a JPEG. I can make you a JPEG, but not this one. I'm like, yeah, watch that. I showed up. I didn't want to have my phone, and I took a screenshot, and I said, now we have the same thing. And all mad at me. He's like, oh, this is proprietary. I'm like, no, it isn't. That's not it how, isn't. That's not how <laughs> art works. That's like, not how the internet works. No. Like, okay, you've got a thing that shows you own it, but it doesn't matter. Everyone can get a copy of it. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. Except yeah, so, Seth, Seth Green was the worst, because he was, like, all in on the board ape thing, and then someone mm-hmm. held his board ape hostage, and that dumb motherfucker paid the hostage. Yeah. Paid the ransom, excuse me. Mm. So oh, What an idiot. Yeah, speaking of idiots, how do you, how at Netflix do you, like, the guy who gave them money must didn't you do any research on this guy? He like, should be tarred and feathered. Yeah. Yeah. That's you don't lose uh, a major corporation, 61 million and walk away unscathed unless you're at a certain level. And then you walk away with probably that much in a golden parachute. <laughs> it sounds like usually Hollywood guys don't walk away with golden parachutes. He should make a documentary on how not to embezzle money. He actually shouldn't because he doesn't know how to not embezzle money. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I know there's something going on with him in Netflix right now. I just, I can imagine that what, did they not read the contract? Like the Duffer brothers are going, wait, we didn't have to make a show. Like we could have just, we could have just bought toys. Yeah. Like, it's just astounding to me. Yeah. I read that article. I'm like, I have to share this with the guys because I am I, dumbfounded. I can't, I don't understand it. Like it's insane. And it makes oh, me want to pitch an idea to Netflix tomorrow. I'll be like, Hey, I got a show. I'm a guy. I got a 10 book series. Do you want to give me money for that? It's real. Yeah, <laughs> there's really books there. Ugh. Unbelievable. <sighs> All right. Speaking of <laughs> movers and shakers in the industry, <laughs> Dave Fioni, we're all familiar with his work, has Filoni. now been made. Filoni, sorry, has now been. I've mistyped it in my <laughs> notes, and I so I mispronounced it. Filoni is now the chief creative officer over at Lucasfilm. So that's uh, interesting. Good. Observed too. I, yeah, hopefully he does better than than they than Kevin over at Marvel. Like it, 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 when you, it, it seems like the more they escalate this, we're going to make an expanded universe and all these shows and everything and a movie and all that. Because I think they were already talking about canceling the movie that was supposed to tie together Ahsoka and all the other shows and all that. I have like, not heard I, that discussion. No, I have not heard that. No, I, I just I, is one of the things he said in an interview was. He used to be like um, not part of the conversations to steer things. He wasn't part. Now he is making those conversations. Well, and because, it's interesting. Well, because, okay, no, let's look at. Okay, oh, Dan, I'm sorry. I'll finish. No, it's interesting because that's leading to a lot of people speculating this is the first step towards getting rid of Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Also, he's single handedly responsible for like most of the canon that we know now from Clone Wars and. 
Rebels and all that other stuff. Like he's literally built up the Star Trek, the Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Wars universe. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching Star uh, Trek. You suddenly angered so. a lot of nerds. I, I know, I know. My, I, I, so. Mine is ten nerd points. <laughs> but this is this could be good. Go ahead, dude. Well, now here's the thing. Filoni's been was Lucas's right hand guy for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. He he basically mentored under George Lucas. He was the showrunner for Clone Wars and Rebels, right? He's there. And then he was cut off from everything. He still worked for Lucasfilm, but he lost a lot of like sway and power until John Favreau said, Hey, I'm going to work with Dave Filoni on the uh, Mandalorian. And then people went, Oh, this guy's good. And it's, I, I hate being the people, I hate being with the guys that shit on Kathleen Kennedy because I don't like them, but they're right. And that's what kind of, it's like that, 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 that onion meme, like the worst person makes a good point. That's how I feel whenever people talk you, about Kathleen Kennedy. When I talked about her a couple of, wait, like a year and a half ago or two years ago, you guys, we're on my back about that, but we were. It just she, she keeps getting worse. Like you keep finding out more and more about how she she's I'm ruining the franchise. So, but she, she also didn't do a very good job in Indiana Jones either. Yeah, she's just. I know Lucas loves her. She's been with Lucas. She's been Lucasfilm forever. But uh, there's a lot of bad decisions that have gone into this. Her be, her worst decision was not hiring a guy, a single vision to guide the sequel trilogy. That's the worst mistake she could have made. Yeah. Because yep. the sequels were all over the place. Somehow Palpatine came back. I know that's going to be a oh. meme for a very long time. Forever. Filoni, yeah. Classy says Filoni will save Star Wars. I think he already has, sir. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's sad that it took Favreau working with him for people to realize that he was good. Because if you look, it, 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 this goes back to American ideas about animation, right? If they went back and saw, if the people who saw Clone Wars and Rebels, which aren't just kids shows, they would have known how good he was already, and they did. So well, that's the problem, and in, in Hollywood especially, if you don't sit at the big board, and this happens in a lot of creatives. I was having a conversation with one of my wrestling buddies about uh, pro wrestling buddies about this. How this one company won't hire people who didn't come from the other company because like, what have they done? It's like they failed. They were the big company and failed. So yeah. it's like if you don't have a seat at the table already, it's hard to get at the table. Mm. And then you know, if there's somebody that should have been. That should have been sitting at the not the maybe not the driver's seat, but having the Kevin Feige position in Star Wars to begin with, it was Dave Filoni. I mean, should have been from jump. Casanza's Dave Filoni is saying with the same negative pushback for the direction he wants to take Star Wars. I don't know much about him to make the judgment. All I know is the stuff he's done that he has been associated with works. I don't know if he should yeah. be directing movies necessarily, because I don't think I'm of the mind that filmmakers should direct. I think when people who don't know how to make movies are tasked to making movies, then the rest of the people who know how to make movies have to figure out how to finish this movie. But from what I understand, although Ahsoka is a favorite from Clone Wars, there's a strong voice that doesn't want her to be the main reason why Anakin fell to the dark side. I don't think... Did, did we leave off? I didn't get that vibe. She's not the main reason, according to canon. No, no she's and, not and the, the main reason. She's not the main reason, but... The idea was Ahsoka blamed herself. Blames herself for him falling. Yeah, yeah that's just character I mean, yeah, and, right. and it didn't help that the rest of the Jedi Council kicked her out, and that that did help Anakin get pissed off at them and started the whole downward spiral. But it's she's, but it's not the main reason because he was already yeah. dating Amidala and all that, and dating that she wasn't da dating. Yes, da dating. <laughs> they have children. At robot. Yeah, I, nah, I, I, never mind. Never mind. It's gonna take this into a Randy, into one of the Randy's commercials. So I'll pull back my gross joke. What are you doing? We don't do that here. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Dave. Uh, I, needed that. I needed that. No, I think it's a good move for Star Wars in general. Like realistically, I don't know if he can make movies, but I think he's got. He can play the Kevin Feige role right, of helping exactly. guide. And Kevin Feige needs some help right now too. 
Lassie said, Anakin was a lucky guy to have help. Fucking A, was he ever. <laughs> he was older than him, too. Imagine being nine and this, this hot high school chick you have a crush on all of a sudden is into you when you're an older guy. That doesn't happen. He was like 18 and she was like 26, right? Like, we have words for that. We have a word for that today. It's called pedophilia. But, yeah. Or grooming. All right. Let's, oh, my uh... God. Was Anakin groomed? That's a great topic of conversation. <laughs> no, it's not. What are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. Okay, we're, we're going to need a whole bunch more of those if we're going to do that kind of thing. You could make that argument from Phantom Menace on, though, sir. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about some casting news. Um, is this real? Is this real? I cannot. Pedro Pascal, right, is Mr. Pan. No, I wait, not hold that on one yet. We got our Lex Luthor. Oh. Sorry. Nicholas Holt was <laughs> Nicholas Holt has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Um, what do we think? What do we think? I well, my I yeah, yeah, you go yeah. first. Really? I like it. I like it. He's good. I He's like beast. the idea of him being close to the same the the actors being closer in age. He's gonna be thirty five by the time they make the movie. That ain't that young. Yeah, he looks young because everybody looks yeah, young. He, but you're right. Like he, he, but he's not like sixty and Superman. I don't want Lex Luthor to be sixty. That's fine. Yeah, like I, I like Tessmacher too, by the way. Yo, we'll, we'll come Senpai, back. Sarah Sampaio, but I don't know who that is, but she looks cute. I don't know who she is. And they also casted a guy who looks like Jimmy Olsen to play Jimmy Olsen. That's pretty good casting, I'd say. Oh, I, uh, Nicholas Holt, so he was he was uh, Hank McCoy in First Class. Yes, right. Yeah, and he Hank and McCoy, in, um, in First Class and in Days of Future Best, he was, he was in that vampire movie with Nicholas Cage, Renfield. Uh, he was Renfield. Um, he was the lead crazy guy. The, mo- the, the one we follow in Fury Road. Shiny um, and chrome. So we know he looks like Paul. <laughs> he was in Deadpool 2. Who was he in Deadpool 2? I don't remember. I'm looking at his, his IMDb. He's talented. He was the kid in About a Boy. Yeah. He's a good... I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I just... At the moment, I can't see it. Maybe once he shaves his head. He walks Fury Road. He's bald the whole movie. Yeah. Good actor. Chris has good, good actor, probably good choice. I agree. Yeah. He's very talented. I think it's a good choice. I, like, I think Gunn has made very, very interesting choices with all of these where you go, what? And then you look and you go, yeah, okay, I could see it. I believe Classy disputes you, Davey says he's in talks, but not yet cast. According to Deadline, he's cast. I would trust Deadline. They're not and, a, and I'm pretty person. sure. I am pretty sure. What's his face? I thought Gunn, I thought Gunn tweeted it. Yeah, too. Gunn came out and said, yeah, here's my cast for the movie. Yeah. So I'm happy, with, I'm happy with that. I think these are all good choices. I'm down for Randy says I'm down for Nicholas Holt. He did a good job in Renfield. I need to see that movie. He was in Deadpool 2 for a second. Who did he play okay. in Deadpool 2? He was in was Jack the Giant Clark? Slayer. That's where I've seen him before. Jack the, the Giant Slayer. How was that random? I, I, it's He's one of my, trying it's, to figure out where you knew him from. All this. It's one of my favorite movies. Fair. And I just I knew it, he looked familiar. I couldn't figure it out, and I had to search his IMDb page. But, did you see Renfield? No, no I didn't I'm, see Renfield. I haven't seen it. Yet. I, haven't seen it yet. Uh, I haven't seen it yet either. Like I, don't I saw. I went to the boat Dracula movie, not the comedy Dracula movie. Yes, I'm the only person yeah, that liked boat Dracula movie. It turns we out. got two Dracula movies this year. Isn't that both weird? failed? Both failed. Hey, two years yeah. ago we got what four Pinocchio movies. So. This is true. Warner Brothers has been sitting on a Salem's Lot remake for two years. Put that thing out. Oh, quick says, yeah, quick. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was I like beast. This. We said that yeah, he was beast. beast. Yeah. I like, I like it. Person. I like it. I'm a fan. No, he's, I think this he, could be a good call. Yeah, and he's got chops. I don't know. He used to he, date he Jennifer Lawrence. Really respect. Oh. Hey, respect. Yeah. Again, it is a, it, I, I like, it's funny because they're calling him fresh face, but he's been in a lot of, he's, he's already been in, also, also, it's like he's, 
He's also been in quite a few superhero related stuff things already he's, too. He's been working consistently since he was like ten. Yeah. Like this yeah. dude's been around. This is a veteran actor. This isn't like some kid that just fell off the back of a truck. I don't know why I made that analogy for a movie, but he was like, in the Sandman no, show. But you're right. The yeah. war. But like yeah. I saw three or four articles Tolkien. where they're calling him fresh face, and it's like really. Well, they're probably written. They're either written by idiots or AI. So you know. Or dumb. He was in the menu too, and I think a lot of people might have probably seen that one too. I did not see that. The menu, I've heard good things about. Was it on the menu? It had Anya, Anya Teller Joy in it. So. Excuse me, sir. Randy says he hasn't played a villain. He was a villain. I don't care what anyone says. In Fury Road, shiny and chrome. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't disagree. He with has that. an arc, but he has an arc, but he at least starts out as a villain. No. So. Nicholas Holt. Oh, this is. Oh, oh, Mark. Mark Ellis is here. Nicholas Holt is also in the upcoming Nosferatu remake. This is a vampire period. We really are in another vampire period. I think all the production stills I've seen from the new Nosferatu remake look really cool. You know, it's interesting. Count Orlock is in public domain. Wait, it's make they're remaking the silent yeah. vampire Nosferatu movie. Yeah, interesting. Be the I second time. Yeah, that was the thing. Herzog is, did that in the seventies. Is, is Blumhouse doing it? Maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I forget. That yeah, it looks like something they would do. It does actually. That's why I didn't want to say no or yes. I'm not sure, but it looks like I said all the production material I've seen from it looks pretty cool. I haven't seen a trailer yet, but they just wrapped filming. I'm in. I'm down. I like that movie. Does he look like Nosferatu from the original movie? Like the elongated? They really show, like a lot of the yeah, they're steering right into that hole. Like they're being very true to uh, Doctor Murnau. You you want to hear a really weird factoid about Nosferatu about the, the yeah. movie? <laughs> sure. Yeah. In Patricia Briggs's urban fantasy books, they mm-hmm. can th- that movie was made because the vamp the, the guy who played the vampire was that was a, the real vampire and what he looked like at the time because he was so old, older than all the other vampires. Can I can, be- I can I conjecture you on this one? That yeah, is no, a they, movie. It's just, that is a film, my friend. Yes. Shadow of the Vampire with Willem Dafoe, where Count Orlight, where the vampire is actually a vampire. And he's killing people okay. on the set. Yeah, so that is so it's, uh, okay. Yeah, that is. By the way, so if you've never seen Shadow of the Vampire, again, it's uh, uh, oh god, John Malkovich and Willem Dafoe. It is freaking awesome. It's like a <laughs> dramedy horror kind of thing. Like it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Okay. Wow, John Malkovich. I've really? heard of him in a lot. Oh, that, that no, but that, that's like got to be good. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, guys, we have to talk about... The- is this real? Let's just rip the band-aid right off. All right, is you Pedro wanna- Pas- yeah, I want to do this. Is Pedro Pascal actually Mr. Fantastic? I've there seen are- a lot of conjecture, okay. but nothing official. I'm saying, I want to... Okay, so there's a lot of rumors floating around about who the Fantastic Forecast is right now. Nothing is confirmed. They've thrown out... To- Pedro Pascal is the like, one where a lot of people are like, oh, that's great. I um, do like that. I think that's an awesome call. No, I don't. I actually don't. Oh, I don't. Get out of here. Okay, we'll revisit revisit this. Vanessa Kirby, Um, I've heard it. as an invisible woman. I'm not sold on that one. Pedro Pascal has the range, though. He can make you believe he's a completely different character. I don't. don't, He'll come up with the personality. I I like everything everything he's been in that I've watched. I think he's a great actor. You're a liar. You hated Wonder Woman 89. Yeah, I know. I was going to (laughs) say. No, I'm the only one that liked it in this group. Oh, oh no! And you're and you're dumb. That movie was <laughs> that movie sucked. That, that movie was horrible. <laughs> it was kind of awful. It's trash. But he's pretty fun in it. Warm Bodies, another good movie featuring Holt. I'm not. I don't know that movie. Oh uh, yeah, it was. He was the and I, yeah, okay. The, 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 Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm. Dave sent me this thing. Some guy did some AI mockups. Joseph Quinn, the guy who who got famous last year in uh, 
uh, Stranger Things. They also Eddie. were talking about what's his face, I like that uh, idea, actually. Anakin Scott, not Anakin, Ben Solo, or Kylo Ren. Um, he turned it down. He turned down the, the role. Oh, okay, of, that was one that was floating Mr. around. Fantastic, yeah. He was offered both Mr. Fantastic and Doom, and he said, nah. John Krasinski does not want to be Mr. Fantastic. He did it yeah. in the multiverse as a joke and for fun, but he has said, I don't want to do it. Yeah, you can I agree. Only pressure, we're only allowed one pressure on him, one one job. And that he was pressured into everybody wanted him to be it, so he did it as a thing for the fans, yeah, and now that he's done yeah, with it. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, he does not want to. A lot of these, a lot of these actors do not want to do the Marvel movies because it's such a commitment. Hmm. Although I don't oh, know. What Drew says. Drew says no on Pascal. Can he adopt the old man Logan comic with the baby Hulk? <laughs> no, he cannot. I like Pedro Pat. He's basically doing that, and that's basically Mando. I'm a fan of Pedro Pat. I, I think everyone's a fan of. Pedro. He was really great. Remember, he was Oberon Martell. He's Maxwell Lord. He's actually he's got a character. He's, he's he, the Mandalorian. He's Mando. I think he could do a great job as Mister Fantastic. I don't know why people are are fighting me on this one. I think he could be just, great. Just, just remember though, he is 48 years old. If if they want, have you looked want, at? Reed I was going to say that's my first problem with him. I want someone a little younger who Reed can Richards. grow into the, the role a little bit better. Reed Richards is old. <laughs> That's his whole character. Not, He's got since 1961. The man has had gray hair. Yeah, but we need somebody who's going to last. At I know people 10 to 12 start, years in a franchise. I know people with dark hair that start growing gray in their 20s. That doesn't he, mean anything. He reads old. Reads always been old. No, man. No, he's he, mature. He's, be he's not necessarily generated. old. He's going to be computer generated for most of his stretchiness. You need a good actor. Robert Downey Jr. is old, and we loved him as Iron Man. You guys are all wrong. Pedro is great. I don't buy him as as, as uh, Mr. Fantastic. I don't. You, you are um, a judgmental person. He is an artist. Here's the other thing that I'm having an issue with, just with the idea of the movie in general and Reed Richards. Go Reed on. Richards is supposed to be the smartest man in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but he's also, yes and no, right? Because Reed's like this genius, but he's oblivious to everything that goes on around him. I just meant pure intelligence, not sure. common sense. And my issue is that we've had... Tony Stark in that role for so long. Tony Stark invented time travel. Tony did. I get yeah. that. But you now have to give us a character and make us believe he's smarter than the guy that did all the stuff before him. Could be from another universe. I said the best way to do the Fantastic Four is they're travelers. Yeah. The best way to do the Fantastic Four, they're travelers. They got here from another place. And, and, also and, remember, Avengers, and I was reading Drew's comment. In Avengers Earth Mice Hero, Sue Storm mm-hmm. looks just like Margot Robbie. Margot busy. They give her a lot. She got that Barbie money now. She ain't playing yeah. the second fiddle to Mr. Fantastic. And and you gotta remember the intelligence of Mr. Fantastic and and Iron Man, they're two different types of intelligence. Tony Stark is a futurist. He makes plans and plans and plans, but this is oh, the comics no, a couple yeah, of years they, ago where Mr. Fantastic is you give him something and he's hell on wheels, he'll figure it out no matter what it is. But he doesn't really do the whole holistic intelligence thing like like Iron Man did. It was I'm not explaining it as well as it was explained in the comics like a couple of years ago. Can we all agree Miles Teller sucked in the Fan Four Stick film? Oh, Oh, the whole movie sucked. That movie exists? I'm just saying (laughs) saying whoever writes this movie is going to have a difficult job getting these characters right and making them believable to their comic book counterparts, I think. And getting around the stink of the last couple of movies. Fortunately, the entire Marvel Universe has a stink around it right now. You're wallowing with the pigs at this point. Yep. Here's a more important question. Dr. Doom, who would want to see play him? I would have uh, said Adam Driver, but he said no. 
I would have said Doctor Doom. I would have said Adam Driver, but he wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Freudian slip. I see. I see. Uh, Miles Teller, worst casting choice ever. Yeah, one great. Yeah, yeah, terrible. I can't think of who I'd want to play Doctor Doom right now. Like, I can't either. To be honest with you, there's nobody. Like they were saying Mads Mikkelsen, but we already saw him and Doctor Strange. I did see that. Yeah. I feel like we've been to that well before. Like, I don't know. There's got to be other spooky German guys out there. <clears throat> Is there a Skarsgård? Man, there's, a, there's usually a Skarsgård lying around somewhere. No, no that movie <laughs> sucked. I don't know, man. I got There's nobody at the moment, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm like, yeah, man, that dude can play dude. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy rumors. There's another one that came out saying that they're going to have the Silver Surfer in the movie and make it a woman, but you can't bring in the Silver Surfer that quick in, anyway. In one? In Fantastic yeah. Four one? That'd be a terrible idea. Yeah, really bad idea. Yeah, so no, please. We could, so are we gonna talk about what we thought about the trailers, or yeah, we are. No, he, JD just wanted to jump ahead. You just, I want to jump really in. Want, yeah, I really wanted to talk about this. Let's talk about the trailers. Madam Webb looks like butt cheeks. <laughs> I was really? gonna say. I was really? gonna say. Oh my god, does this look terrible? Holy shit, does this look bad? Okay, hold on, I hold cannot... on. I thought that after I watched it the first time, and then I watched it again, and I thought about it. And I said the concept. Hold on. I think the concept is not a bad idea. Yes, you're right. The concept is Spider-Man works. But it looks like this is going to be butt-cheek execution. Like It looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. People are like, oh, you're just mad because we're getting three Spider-Girls. No, I'm mad because they keep making Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. And they put Ezekiel into the villain and not freaking Morlin? Like, come on, man. That's stupid. I, wait, they give you Ezekiel, Ezekiel and then they put him in a Spider-Man costume. Spider-Man. Why do these people dress like Spider-Man if there's no Spider-Man in this universe? It doesn't make any sense. Why does Venom look like Spider-Man? Why does Carnage look like Spider-Man? Why do any of these people keep doing anything with Spider-Man when they don't do Why anything Why do they shoot webs if... Yeah. Why? Why? I, I don't understand that Sydney Sweeney looks pretty good as uh, the one Spider-Man. She looks great in the costume, but I have zero interest in any of this. And, this and that's another thing. Stupid. Right. Why is she in the, the that... That costume, because that's inspired on the costume of Spider-Man. Yes. Why is any Why is anyone dressed like Spider-Man? There is no Spider-Man in this universe. Why? Why? Thanks, Christopher Smith. Like, why are we? Why? It doesn't make any sense. Why do we keep dealing with Spider-Man when there's no Spider-Man? They just it's Sony. They can just make another fucking Spider-Man movie. Jesus Christ! Hey, don't worry, Craven will save it. Plus, he says, "Trying to save cinema in 20." <laughs> oh, what? This movie looks so terrible. It's going to be another Morbius, and like people are going to make it a meme movie. Like, you guys are mean because it's girls in the movie. No, because Spider Man Spider Man is actually their Jesus Christ. He's my <laughs> Jesus Christ too, and I respect <laughs> Spider Man. If they had just worked a better deal out with Marvel and weren't trying to be like these are our toys, and just made this all shared in the universe, it would make more sense. And they, they, again, this this comes down to we have to make movies using these characters or we lose the the rights, right? Yes, correct. I yeah, the great. final destination of the Spider Verse. <laughs> I know. That's what it looks like. Why are they dressed like Spider Man? The one Arana has like the Iron Spider appendages. Yep, yep. It doesn't yep. make sense. <laughs> None of it makes. No, you know what really doesn't make sense? Did you notice that it looks like this is set in the <laughs> early eighties or something? I didn't even like get some that some of the oh, shots. Oh yeah, because it's have... supposed to be Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben right. is supposed to be. So you're gonna tell yeah. me yep. Spider Man dressed like all ben these works? And... <laughs> it's Ben and Mary Parker. That. So this is like that. retrograde. 
God, no, it's like retrograde plutonium that'll kill you if you touch it. <laughs> this is retrograde ass. This is I, I think that's what takes me off even more is that they're tying Peter's parents into the origin of Madam Web. It's like why? We didn't need that. Yeah. They tried to give us this weird Spider-Man with the Amazing Spider-Man series where there was like some weird intrigue about Peter's parents being spies. Yeah, that's, and... that's, from, that's from the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is whatever. Ultimate Spider-Man is a good book. The original Bendis Bagley stuff, that's really good comics. That being said, Cassandra Webb is an old lady in a chair like Mobius yep. who's blind, not Dakota who was, Johnson, who, who was originally a, like a, her a, father. A, who was originally a uh, mutant, too. She wasn't, she wasn't, they originally, she wasn't really tied to the Spider-Verse at all. That that came later. If you can't bring me, if she, unless she's playing a role in the Secret Wars, bringing Spider-Man to War World so he could team up with Captain America. That was on the the Marvel TV show. And he said that was good stuff. Movie looks terrible. Good good old Sony. You can always count on the room. Besides besides them using her in the 90s cartoon, the most, the most stories I can remember from the comics with her is the Juggernaut nothing can stop Juggernaut story with the yeah, she is in that Spider Man? Yeah, because she's he's like, coming after her. Yeah, and she's like, excellent job, Peter Parker, and he's like, because he got his ass kicked by the Juggernaut the entire time. Great, <laughs> comic. Great single issue comic. You know who created Madam Web? Who? Denny who? O'Neill. Oh, huh. yeah. Remember okay. that legendary Denny O'Neill run on Spider Man? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, and that story is also dumb too because he gets to her. And takes her out of the chair, but she ha- needs the chair to live. So he's like, "Oh, she's useless to me." And it was like, "Oh my I god!" Like, Guess I'll like try Roger, something else. <laughs> I, I like Roger Stern. It's a fun story. This movie looks like bad turds. Balls. <laughs> Ezekiel. Ezekiel yeah. would be fine. That dude doesn't look nothing like Ezekiel. Supposed to be that? That's who you should hire John Malkovich to play. Ezekiel is old man Spider. Old yes, Spider Man, right? Old with man no Spider-Man. shoes. He wears no yeah, shoes. It, it's funny. You're right. It, this movie I am really- right. Why? This movie's going to suck balls, and yes. they're going to come out and say, the only reason you don't like it is because it's starring three women. No, but yet, I don't like No, I don't we, like we're equal no opportunity Spider-Man. here. We, we'll go after anybody. It doesn't matter. Women, men, doesn't matter. We I, we don't care. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with who's there. It's how bad the script is. Yeah, Mark Ellis says, like, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse animated movies have allowed Sony to tell any kind of story in the Spidey-adjacent universe. Yes, and they do a great job in the animated but, movies. That's my favorite movie of the year. But Markellis, Spider-Man is in those movies. Yeah. It is Spider-Man. Miles mm-hmm. is Spider-Man. And Peter's in Oh, my in God. There. If you're going to and... try to tell me Peter dresses like that because he's inspired by Ezekiel, I'm going to run my face into a wall. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I hate these movies so much. That's why the Spider-Verse movies work, because it is Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Yeah. These are not... These don't work because they suck. But the same thing... But here's the thing, too. Like, there are also people saying that about the Marvels, and it's like... Oh, people are hating because it's women, and I'm like, no, I don't think that's true. Oh no, the Marvels. I could tell you right now, the Marvels is going to it was a better film than whatever comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this looks terrible, and I the fact that you're going to make me watch this thing to review it, I'm going to be so mad at you in six months or to a year, they, whenever this thing comes out. I'm going to be I'm going to sit in the theater going, God, I fucking hate Dave, and I'm going to be having my pop and my skittles and just angry. The whole well, time. well that, that'll be if you can stay awake because Dakota Johnson is playing Madam Webb and her voice was specifically tuned to put people to sleep. She's just she, she's still monotone in, in the trailer, like just monotone. 
<laughs> oh my god. Being mean You're to John make a comment like that. No. This movie's going to be bad. If <laughs> I notice that, then it's a real problem. She looks so much like her father now. It's weird. Like, she oh. looks so much like Don Johnson. It's bizarre. I don't see any Melanie Griffith in her at all. It's so weird. The, the funny thing is, a trailer should make you want to go see a movie, right? And fail. Yeah. So the trailer failed. Failed. All right, you know what, though? Anyone who's watching right now in the comments, anyone who's watching this after the fact, if you're interested in this movie, tell us why. What is I it? love it here. Yeah, if anyone's really intrigued, I want to know. Sydney um, Sweeney looks great as as uh, Julia Carpenter. They they did the shot of her, and I'm like, she looks perfect as Julia <laughs> Carpenter. Why she dressed like Spider-Man? That's, I can't get over that. <laughs> like, why? Well, because she has spider powers. That's the whole thing. They're creating a spider team you know oh because that's the thing right the parkers were studying spiders in another in in some other country like uh, with her parents and yeah. so apparently i guess her parents are going to be tied to spiders right <laughs> easy jd easy you can't rip your oh, face off <laughs> I, i'm trying i just want to see another spider-man movie before tom car before tom holland is in his 40s i just want to see another spider-man movie uh, not so much to ask to for. get one but i don't know kevin feige's trying to sell us the floor brush man movie the what the, uh, the character from not brand eck floor brush man wow a little too nerdy for this crew drew drew i would say i hate it, you the sinister <laughs> six movie god damn it they'll probably they'll pro- and then like that, like I'm that's not, what they're I'm thinking of that. right yeah, probably. I don't know. I give it, Sydney it, Sweeney is a great. They're not gonna be stopped by Spider Man not being there. Great in tight outfits. That's why she has her suit. What's <laughs> got nothing? But if Sony wanted to make a movie where Peter Parker is a dinosaur, they can do that because yeah, you're 100. percent You're 100 right. It's on the and table I can, now. But I'm still gonna bitch about. It, says Mark. Although I'd rather see Peter Parker as a dinosaur. This, this sounds like movie. absolute shit. And any anything yeah. with spider dinosaur in it would be would have a hundred percent more Spider Man than any of these Spider Man spinoffs. <laughs> I, yeah, it would actually feature a Spider Man. That would be the one yes. movie that actually had a Spider Man in it. We got the spider dinosaur in in Spider Verse. Yeah, did. I know, but and he, if they spun that off into its own movie, still more Spider Man yeah. than Craven, yeah. than Morpheus, than oh, than God, Madame I Web. Forgot about and, Craven. Oh my yeah. god. We have to watch that. Oh we still haven't god. seen that movie. Nope. Oh When's it come Aaron out? Taylor Johnson. Who cares? Aaron <laughs> Taylor Johnson's gonna glower at us for 95 minutes. Oh god. <laughs> Captain, they Captain? Oh, Sep, Sep, they can't because P belongs to the mouse. Oh, Peter Parker belongs to yeah. I know, but I just I love Peter. Pardon me, sir. Um, Pardon me, sir. We have multiple s- Peter Parkers in Spider-Verse. So you make movies around Spider-Man, but you just the blue ball <laughs> you know what yes i don't know they could do miles i don't understand why they're they don't doing work out a deal but why do they work no but do him live in live action like, work out nah, a deal miles it, is in this universe and keep it going keep it going miles is fine as he is don't <clears> ruin miles right now anything that marvel's actually doing on their own is bad so just keep miles is fine miles is not a problem right now the only problem is we're not getting another miles soon Christmas Tarantino uh, Johnson might make Craven a bit entertaining. He will not. I will tell you that right now. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Do Spider Punk. Sure, whatever. Who cares? No one cares. Ugh. That's the problem. All right. 
the other trailer that we saw this week was What If Season 2, which I know you don't have any interest in, J.D. <laughs> I got all what worked did, up for my last one. I don't care about that. What did you think, John? I liked the original. I liked the first season, so this second season should be interesting. They This is the one where they're supposed to introduce Kaori, the, in, the Native American yeah. superhero. They're going to have so. a whole episode around her. They're doing like the a trailer looks good. Thing, right? Hmm? They're doing like sixteen oh. They're doing like sixteen oh two. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So the, so the trailer looks good. You Without know, Neil, I, it's gonna be good call. <laughs> so I, I, there's not much more to say. Like the trail, the, there's so many different clips, and you don't know you don't know what to really expect because it's what if. So should it, it'll be interesting. I think I like the first it's season. The this, 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 this season should be good too. Looks interesting. I think it looks good. They definitely got some of the actors to come back and do voices, which is good. I don't know who's voicing T'Challa in it though. Um, it sounded he sounded good. He sounded a lot like oh my god, why can't I think of his name? The uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I wonder if it's AI. No, yeah. don't even. They would not have to. Not after, yeah, they're they're not with the new agreements. I think too. No, that's like, true. Yeah. Although there's yeah, but what if this was made before the agreements? It doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. They, the new agreements would null and void that. Mm-hmm. This is true. What it? Mm-hmm. Really? If something's produced before? Yep. Interesting. If it hasn't been released. Mm -hmm. Post-production is still being done. Okay. That's true. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I know John will watch it. I know JD will avoid it like the plague. Though I think you should watch it. It's good. No. I know. You can't get past the animation. Nope. Hate it. And yet, you liked Mutant Mayhem. The animation in that. Love Crack Smoker. That was great. Would you call me? (laughs) A Crack Smoker. That is a vile thing to call someone. Is Dave. it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm a connoisseur of the finer thing. Ninja Turtles. Huh. Yeah. You I liked know. it too, John. I know. Uh, oh, just <laughs> cats in the fire. <laughs> All right. You can tell we haven't done a show in a couple weeks because we're like spicy today. Yeah, I know. It's The only thing I can say about that is... <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. <laughs> we're going to need more clips. Right. I'm going to be set to death. All right, mm-hmm. let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back with our main topic. I'll blow this town to smithereens. I'm on. Try to get up there in time, Spider Man. Watch me cut my web, Goblin. Watch yourself fall, Silk Slinger. Can't stop the bombs in time. If I don't get you webhead, my diagnosis will. Holy hell. you're running out of fluid. Is this more action than even Spider-Man can handle? Spider-Man, a video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, so... That looked better than the Madam Web trailer. (laughs) Wow. And more more believable. Just completely dumping on that. Yes. It's going to be my new Uh, gimmick. Oh, everything looks better than Madam Web. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so John picked the main topic for this week. Did I know, and and JD's going to punish me for it. We watched no, not really. We watched the animated movie Justice League Dark, and now there there are several animated series. This was part of the DC. Was it animated well, just, movie universe? It's older than like, I thought. It's 2017. 
Yeah. They yeah. came out with Justice League Dark Apocalypse War in 2020. But anyway, so there's a DCAU, which the animated universe, which usually inc includes Bruce Timm's stuff. And then there's the DCAMU, which they were doing to get a, get away from Bruce Timm's stuff and start making things different after a new Flashpoint that they wrote. And then that started to collapse, and now they're in the Tomorrowverse. So this is part of the DCAMU. Uh, and they had most of the same actors come back and do all these different heroes and everything. That's complicated. <clears throat> it is. <laughs> this is one of the best of, I like, this is near the top of all the movies that I have seen, all the anime movies for DC. Like, this one was done really well. All right, so let's, uh, let's, I'm curious. John, we know you like the movie. Um, but JD, I'm curious, what did you think when you watched this? It's okay. A little more, a little more violent than I was expecting, to be honest with you. I have not watched a lot of these things. I was I went into this expecting something more Timmy, if you will. Yeah. And I didn't get it. And I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't hate Did it, you, but I didn't love it. But it was all right. You, I think your you microphone made, switched off. By the I way. think your microphone oh. switched to your uh, computer oh, mic. <laughs> my bad. Give me a second. Yeah. Christopher Smith says he rewatched it earlier. He thought it was... I forgot how good it was. Yeah, Sorry. this one was really good. And DC is confusing, yeah. That's part of the um, charm. <laughs> I had to remind myself they can get away with more an animation in the sense of they don't have to explain as much as they do in a live action movie or anything. <laughs> if you didn't know, if I didn't know who these characters were, I'd be like, who's right. this guy? What's, he, what's this guy's thing? What's he doing? Why is this? Yeah. Introduce like, the they went. Kinda. Like Constantine. Like they don't really explain... He's just John Constantine. He's just John Constantine. Same oh. thing with uh, Zartana. It's like, mm -hmm. there's the Same with Jason just, Blood. Yeah. The, Dead Man know. is the only character, like, they introduce. Yeah. Well, they, no, they introduced Jason Blood, too. Like, yeah. they, they explained him in the back. And so, yeah, Zatanna was like, they didn't talk, because then you have to talk about Zatara, her father, and all this other history. But, yeah. But why was Batman in this? <laughs> to sell DVDs. That's what I was going to say. Wasn't he was part of Justice League Dark though? Like the, he was not, in fact, part of Justice League Dark. Wasn't he? No. Am I no. misremembering? Oh, he's nothing yeah, to he's, do with Justice League Dark. That's the whole thing. He's not. I feel like they threw him into this movie to sell because, the movie because well, people work, yes. like Batman, and we'll just if we put Batman in it, people will buy it when they're right. People like, bought it for Batman. He mm. doesn't add anything to the story. No. There's Voiced no, by like, Jason O'Mara in this. There's no mystery that he figures out, so he's not the greatest detective. He doesn't really see the plot twist and ending come or and the, the twist in the end coming. So it's just like the problem wow. with Bat having Batman in this movie is by having Batman be Batman, you take away John Constantine. There's right. two characters that serve that in the confines of a story serve basically the same role. Nobody gets well, over on Constantine. Nobody gets over on Batman. So Batman and him have this weird give and take that doesn't quite work. John I mean, Constantine they, they, has, you have to justify John Constantine, but by doing that, you have to take away what makes Batman. So Batman just becomes window work. dressing. It doesn't. It, I know, but it, it should if the script had just okay, been a little... Tell I mean, me how many, great, <laughs> how many great Batman John Constantine stories do we have? I know, but what I'm saying is this is set, This the problem main problem is magic. Right? So Constantine's going to have something to do no matter what. And they, Batman can handle a, a lot of the mystery stuff too. So it, it should have it worked a little bit better than it did. But it's Batman, again, this is, yeah. Batman yeah. shouldn't be involved in this kind of stuff. 
Like magic, that's just not what Batman should really be doing. Batman's a street level character and functions at his best, unless he's being written by Grant Morrison as a street level character. But unless you got Grant's gigantic imagination working on this stuff, like it doesn't, it doesn't quite, he's supposed to be, I get that Batman's supposed yeah, to be the entry point true. character. I just don't think yeah. it works. He doesn't feel like Batman enough. Chris says Batman is like Indiana Jones where Lost Ark. He's completely irrelevant. No, Indiana Jones is relevant. He's just, he just makes things worse the entire movie. Yeah. If Indiana Jones isn't there, Hitler gets the Ark of the Covenant and everybody dies in the war. No, it, it, yeah, I mean. They never find it, the Ark. No, you know? they'd still, they still would have found the Ark and everybody in that place would have still melted. And nothing would have changed if you took, if Indy hadn't been there. Nothing Probably would have changed. It would have been the yeah. exact same plot. Yeah, he's just a dry, he's just kind of for the ride. Anyway, we're not talking about Raised Lost Ark. I don't know. Like, I don't hate this movie. I don't like, I've never liked the concept of Justice League Dark, mainly because Justice League Dark is a stupid title. <clears throat> yeah, because they're not really Justice League no. in the sense of. It's, <laughs> we're the Justice League, but we're done. They're supposed to handle the things that go by. I know how it works. They have better names. There's better names for what they do. I forget the detective chip team from the from the late or late two thousands, but there was a better name that was a better name than Justice League Dark. It was Justice League Dark. It's so gothy. Okay. So so instead of just on the name, um, but did you but did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, it's okay. I didn't hate it. Okay, so let's talk about the movie a little bit. Yeah, Dave, because you didn't give your opinion. It's not bad. It's good. But it's not... I didn't walk away from this going, this is the greatest animated Batman or animated uh, DC movie I've ever seen. Yeah. You don't go into every movie expecting that to be a better title. I don't even like that. Yeah, Yeah. Supernatural might have been taken, though. (laughs) That's true. So the movie starts out that people are hallucinating and... Gotham and Metropolis and uh, doing terrible things because they're seeing terrible things and killing people, killing loved ones. And the Justice League is going around stopping them, which... And this is, this is an R-rated... I've got the thing here. This is an R-rated movie. So there are when they say terrible things, it's terrible things. This like, is true. Really. Shadow Packs. That was the name of the team from the late 2000s. That sounds better than Justice League Dark. But again, Justice League... Dark. Probably sells more copies, even though it sounds stupid. And so Batman goes to talk to Zartana, which is basically his what pulls him into this story. He gets possessed by Dead Man, and Dead Man oh, that's know, right. writes Constantine all over the room. Yeah. So then they go to see that's... Zatanna to find Constantine. Right. After after about a year or something. Justice League Dark was part of the uh, new fifty two. So Dark Rain was, I think, the year before that. Yeah, I think so. Dark Rain was like 2010. I want to say everything was. Dark that sounds Rain. right. <laughs> was also not oh. good. Oh, okay. it's not perfect. It's entertaining. You want a good Batman movie? Best one under the Red Hood. That's yeah, probably good. Yeah, Dark Justice. That is so 90s. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's so not. It is. That's a Van Damme movie, right? <laughs> or something. Yeah, 100. Like percent That absolutely <laughs> like Golden Globus would have made in the early nine in the in the early 90s. Albert Payun would have directed it. Um, okay, getting that. back to this. Yeah, I know. Okay, so then they go to see... They, she, she says, oh, I know someone to help. But she talks about Constantine. They take the Batmobile to go find Constantine, but of course, he's in... The, what's the name of his house? House of Mysteries. The house of, house Mysteries. of Mysteries. Which See, I remember reading the books of magic and House of Mysteries and all those other weird ones. So he's in the House of Mysteries, which moves around. They find him, and then, of course... Uh, oh, my God, I can't even think of the character's name. 
uh, unlike the house of unlike the house of pain, which only wants to jump around until you got to get down. <laughs> Come on. Leave, Come leave on. those jokes to Tim. Leave those jokes Come to Tim. Come on. <laughs> I ain't getting nothing on that. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jason Blood. Look, by the way, the, the cast is... sounds like the, a canon film. <laughs> it does. That's what I'm Directed by Albert Payune. The, the cast in this is really interesting. Rosario Dawson plays Wonder Woman. Jerry O'Connell plays Superman. Yeah, I but like they're, in for, they're in it for, what, a minute? Oh, yeah. Man. They got uh, their day, right? Ray Chase is Jason Blood. <laughs> Dark Justice Extreme drawn by Rob Lythal. Thank you, Don. Yes. Yes. 100%. I feel like this has already gone oh. off the road. Pouches. Right, right, Lots right. of pouches. And then the other weird thing with the movie was the... Who's the character? The essence of the house that has that magical woman walking around, and her and Dead Man have a thing going on. But <laughs> that was weird, right? Am I wrong? Things weird, to be honest with you. <laughs> Again, I mean, it, it, there are both magical constructs, and both both under the auspices of some other <coughs> god or, or uh, Gias. So, yeah, it was interesting. And the, it didn't really play up the fact that when she was destroyed, that it was actually, she was like feeling everything as she was being destroyed. Like they didn't play that up. But then anyway, go ahead. it's one of those things, the character they, that Constantine had to go and get the Richie. Yeah. yeah Richie, get the MacGuffin from. And, exactly that was, yeah. and Richie's dying of magical cancer. And, and it's like, that's one of the, and I understand it's contrived. It's, made it's a movie and it's made to be tight this happens in stories all the time but like that also happens to be the person they're looking for but they don't realize it's the person they're looking for yet they think it's this other guy yeah it was just like that was the thing like the that that plot twist at the or plot twist, that twist at the end where it was like it was him all along and uh, it was richie all along yeah yeah it was richie all along oh like i was wrong it was earth all along yeah. yeah, you really made a monkey, monkey out of me. I, I love you, Doctor Zeus. <laughs> Personally, I liked I liked the way they played Zatanna because technically, yeah. technically Zatanna, the character, is probably one of the most is like a reality warper. Like she is one of the most powerful she's like heroes a, there is. Period. A, she's like a Wanda level. Yes, uh, she's higher than Wanda. Like she would kill. She would kick Wanda's ass. No, no doubt. Ah, uh, spoken like a DC a, fan over a Marvel. No, not a DC writing, thing. Depends on who's writing the story. No, they, they, yeah. they well, not really. They did a death battle on it, and she did kick Wanda's ass. Oh, that like it, is that a canon? But if you go, it, no, it's but the, that's the, the, the nerd, point is the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Like, all time. <laughs> no, it's not. But that no, is, it's no, not. I've, but I've done this show with you for seven years, and that is the nerdiest thing I've ever said. Well, she won. Well, she won the death battle. But but it's not just that. It's the fact that in in canon she is if she let go like she did a little bit in this. Right. She would she rapidly ascends because she literally has unfettered access to magic. Yeah, Wanda let and go. Reality, and really changed all the reality of the Marvel universe as well. Like, Completely rewrote time. Yeah, I know that that was why they did a death battle because it was it was an interesting contrast between their two kinds. One one's a nexus being and the other one is a full on reality warper who who just you know, can suck in more and more magic. Gobbledy, so, goobly, gobbledy, gob. They're fictional yeah, characters. Yeah, I know. And everybody can move in femto time, and uh, everybody's faster femto than the Flash. Femto time. And, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a, or Plank time, sorry. Like, it's just uh, superhero stuff. I feel like anyway. I'm in a Mentos commercial. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. 
so Swamp Thing is in this, and of course, yep. it's the God version of Swamp Thing. So obviously, JD's best version favorite version of Swamp yes. Thing. What did you think of his inclusion in this movie? Swamp Thing is part of the Justice League Dark. I don't think he necessarily works in a team setting, but yeah. the use in this thing, it was fine for what it was. Like Swamp Thing needs to... Okay, so in the 80s, they did this really awesome Alan Moore story where Swamp Thing goes to Gotham looking for Abby because she's in Arkham, and then he yeah. just completely takes over Arkham, and Batman's like, I don't know what to do. And, and it really shows that like Swamp Thing is on another level. It's a great story. So in, in his inclusion, these things always make me scratch my head, but he's Swamp Thing. I get why you want to use him. He's a hard character to pull off. I don't know why Chris is the devil, the greatest of the devil, or pulls convincing the world does not exist. Thank you, Kaiser Sose. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I like any any chance. More Swamp Thing is always better than less Swamp Thing. Yeah, I felt he was nerfed, though. Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I've We've read some of the Swamp Thing. We read the one story, Swamp Thing story on here. and. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that. I forgot that. Yeah, and he basically is a god, and it was like, yeah, what's the name of the villain in this? It's Felix oh, Faust. Well, well, no, Richie was the real, but Felix Faust was hey. a fake guy. Okay. The Kaiser Sosa, um, the verbal kint, if you will. But no, this was just they were portraying him in this just before like his true godhood because he was still trying to become human, and that was the point yeah. when he got his real body ripped out of his green body. That like that kind of tipped him over, and then he didn't care anymore. Destiny, says Christopher Smith. Ooh, that's Destiny, a, that's yeah, Destiny. Destiny. Destiny's a sketch you want to use. Destiny's part of that whole, the Neil-verse. Got to be careful using Destiny. Yeah, Destiny predates. Destiny's from House, the original House of Mystery, so you can use Destiny, but Des- you're getting awfully Neely. Got to be careful. Got hmm. to be careful. <laughs> um, and then Neil's course- very possessive of his characters for good reason. Can you imagine what would happen if they let some idiots write the Sandman stuff? Yeah, yeah. God forbid they would have let Chuck Dixon write some damn Sandman books or something like that. Ugh. And surprisingly, I felt like the story was really the story of Etrigan. And yeah, and I mean, what's yeah. His face? was it Christopher Blood? Jason the, Blood. Jason, Jason Blood. Blood right. Yeah, it was like it's, their story. I was thinking using Jason Blood and and Constantine is weird too because they're similar. Yeah. Like they, they, they they're in that poker pa- game at the beginning of the movie, and it's like, yeah. But one's a paladin, the other is the one that drives the plot. You always got to have the paladin for certain. Problems, I always, I think Constantine, like Constantine feels like at times he's a agent of chaos who kind of. uses the chaos to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Where where blood is more yeah methodical yeah. and yeah, and, and Constantine's the, the one. Constantine's the one that will make the hard choices that even though everybody's going to hate him and want to kill him, he's still trying to save the day, even if it's like the worst choice that, that anybody can oh, make. It's- oh, Batman is what you're telling me. He's Batman. This is why I'm saying these two characters don't work together at the same time. They serve the same function. Yeah. yeah even in the story. But yeah, Batman it- can't do any magic. That's why he shouldn't be in the story. Yeah. He was the liaison between the Justice League and these magicians. What are you going to do? It, uh, yeah, I get it. It's all a contrivance. It's all a story. But without yeah. him, I, th- I don't think the I don't think the whole story works without him. It's just that he has very little. He, he has very little to do, and he Period. should have had more. He should have been the one to figure out because he deals with that kind of psychological he, problem. You know? You're right. But then again, that de- then why do you have constant? That's what I'm saying. The two characters' functions work in opposition. They're like. Like similarly charged ions that are just bouncing off each other. 
doesn't work. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was gonna say though, I didn't. It, my question, because I'm not a, as uh, on much up on DC as you guys, is was the Etrigan story true to the comics? Is that how it went? In the... there's a lot of or, there's a lot of origins for Etrigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, All right. This one works. He's like the he's got like the Joker kind of pick card origin. Sometimes it's very Arthurian. Sometimes it's not. Like it's is. Yeah. Okay. Didn't they use him in the? They used him in something, didn't they? They used him in a lot of the yeah. DC animated movies. Okay, like, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other one I watched. Where he was in. He's in one of my favorite Justice League episodes where they turn him into baby demon. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that's of. Right. Yeah, great, yes. great, great episode. <laughs> With Morgan Le Fay and Mordred, actually, that's an Arthurian one. Yeah, and then then at the end when all hell is breaking loose, and then the Justice League are now all succumbing to the hallucinations and want to kill everyone. And it was just like, really? I just God. thought that was... Got to up those stakes, man. Got to up yeah. those... Well, yeah, but but that that's what would happen because the Justice League would, would walk in arms of swinging, not realize... Except for Batman, right? He yeah. should he should have been the one to tell them. He should have been on the radio, like... Get, and, you know, and, the, and, this, and, and that's the thing that got me, like too. Batman like, would have done... Batman yeah. would have done that. That's the first thing Batman would have done. But he'd be like, oh, this is bad. This is because ba- Batman's what's Batman always super paranoid about? Who's going to fuck with Superman's brain? It's like uh-huh. his number one. It's like his number one. Yeah. Like it's the mm-hmm. up at night is who's going to try to fuck with Superman's brain tomorrow? And like and it I think bothers him immensely. And I think yeah. that's what bothers me about his inclusion in this movie is he's not, he's so out of character. Yeah, he's not Batman. That, yeah. Like. <sighs> First thing Batman would have done was if he got on with somebody at the watch. Okay, you guys got to go away for because it's going to be a problem when I have to deal with the Kryptonian who's having freaking mind orgasms and he's trying to kill everybody. Like, yeah, like it would have worked better if it was Nightwing. Maybe I can't argue with that because Dick's not quite as slick. Exactly. I came out. I came out wrong. <laughs> slick Dick. That, that was actually unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I tried to take off the glasses I'm not wearing. I just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, broken, John. It's more believable for me that like Batman wouldn't have called the Justice League to say, "Hey, make sure you don't get screwed up." Or, hey, or by the way, think of some kind of defense for them so they don't get, they don't succumb to it, right? Which would have been something out, that right. y'all hang out off world for a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. go hang out in the orbiting satellite. That's All right. There. So, I mean, okay, like it's not bad, but it's just not. Like great, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Dave on this one. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fine too. Yeah, and I think that's the only thing that like because I liked I liked Swamp Thing. I liked I, I thought he was a little nervous, but I yeah I loved all the characters <laughs> that they used. But it's just like, Batman didn't feel right. I just yeah, that's what hurt it. He's only there to sell DVDs because he put Batman in the DVD cover. People go, oh Bat- <gasps> Batman, oh Justice League Dark. Oh I like it, Batman. Okay. And I think when you see Batman on the cover and you hear Justice League Dark, you think Batman. something completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that's like, part of the thing. Yeah, because it's not really the Justice League. It's really yeah. Constantine and the players. It's who is John Constantine manipulating this week. So I guess that's I don't know. I just I don't Constantine and the cons. <laughs> yeah, I've never loved I've never loved the concept of Justice League Dark in and of itself, because it just feels like it's not something that Constantine would waste his time with yeah. on an ongoing basis. The Justice League Dark should be like the Defenders. Like, remember the Defenders are like the non-team. Like, we... But then even that kind of point, how can you guys all hang out together? You're clearly a team. It's one of those... It just doesn't... The whole function of it just doesn't quite work for me. And 
Yeah, and I also felt, and come on, if you're a Constantine fan, you have to agree with this. At the end, when they talk about Batman asked Satana to join the Justice League, and she said, and you too. And he got excited about that. That's not... Yeah, that's John not- Constantine would be like, yeah, right here with your Justice League. It's so not what John... Con- Can you imagine John Constantine hanging out in a watchtower with Superman and playing checkers with the Flash? No, it doesn't work. Natana, clearly, yeah, she's Justice League. But John yeah. Constantine, he'd be like, no, fuck you. They kick him out of the, after the first week of pranks he with would, people turning into frogs and shit. He wouldn't even <laughs> bother to go. He might go to check things out and be like, y'all are lame, and then bounce. Call him tossers yeah. or something. It doesn't work at all. John Constantine would not be enthralled with the idea of joining the Justice League. He is not a mark. He is not someone that big, ooh, I get to hang out with Superman. It's just, I don't um, like it. I, I figure did, out how to use this stuff. How, yeah. I did see he this figured, He's trying to figure out how to manipulate him. Yeah, I forgot. I completely forgot. I saw this today. I was looking something else up, and the production for Constantine Two is back on track after everything. With Keanu Reeves? Yes, with Keanu Reeves. Yep. Hmm. Oh, we talked about that. Forgot about that. Hmm. I don't know how to react to that. Matt Ryan was such a good Constantine. He was. He did. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure about the second one. The second one's it's good, except that there's a two. Yeah, Apocalypse War. Yeah, <clears throat> and it it does they, at the end the they comic. have to do another flashpoint. Like it's just it's that one gets really dark. That's a really appropriate name for that one. <clears throat> yeah, and that's so. the thing too. I like the fact that they take chances and they do a darker yeah story like this. Like that, you can't fault them for. That's a good thing. The yeah, the second story is brutal. Brutal. To be honest, I didn't see the twist coming. Like I didn't, but. But it bugged me that no one else did either. John and Batman missed that until it was too late. It was like, really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so what are we doing next week? Because Godzilla Minus One comes out. Oh, we should, is that coming out to regular theaters? Yeah. Oh, we should next do that. Next weekend. I'm down. I'm totally I'm down. down. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, 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 and this is because this is good because right now you can go to Amazon and you can buy Justice League versus Godzilla one and two. Oh, <laughs> there you go. No comics. Oh, the comics. Yeah. yeah. Justice yeah, League those. versus Godzilla and King Kong. The, the legendary. Uh, well, yeah. The, the Legion of Doom was fucking around with with portals to other universes, and oh, they got and the Hollow Earth. Earth. Yeah, they got the Hollow Earth by accident. <laughs> it's oh, wrong dial. Oh, wait, why is there a huge monkey here? So okay, um, you know what? I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that <laughs> any. I don't hate anything about that. I love that idea. I will go so, buy that tomorrow. All right. Yep. Um, Godzilla minus one. All right. So let's let's wrap this Dave up then. <laughs> I did say that. Uh, I just know that's a movie I'm definitely going to have to go by myself to go. Oh, see. you're going to talk Karen, but Karen, we're going to go see Godzilla minus one. And she's going to look at you like, I hate you now. And it's going <laughs> to be hilarious. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's go around with recommendations. Or did you learn anything on the podcast this week? And... Uh, John, you can go first. Recommendations is I also have these guys here, which is Justice League X Ruby. What is Ruby? Red, white, blue, yellow. It's name of the team of the girls from Remnant from the other world. What is that? So, uh, Ru- oh, Ruby's another animated show that was start by started by Monty Ohm, who is probably one of the greatest one of the greatest uh, CGI artists of all time. This is an animated thing. A f- what? This is an anime oh, thing. He, I literally don't know anything about this. No, yes, no, it's an like, anime he, thing. 
Yeah, it's an anime thing, but he made fights so kinetic and based in physics, but so amazingly good. And then he passed away. Uh, yeah. But he created Ruby himself. But now, Justice, so now part one and part two are both out of Justice League X Ruby. And it's interesting if you know anything about the Ruby universe, if you watched Ruby, and if you know about Justice League, then you get to see them interact. And it's really cool. And it's done very well. I know Jack Ruby killed Oswald <laughs> about 60 years ago. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. Okay, that we gotta put a limit. We have that on film. Yeah, we gotta put a limit on that. Um, <laughs> no JFK conspiracy talk. We did that on my other podcast. It was no, I mean that. on the clip. <laughs> oh yeah, we need another so, clip. We need another clip. All right, I gotta find another clip. All right, JD. I watched Willy Wonka on the show. I didn't learn a goddamn thing. Um, I watched Willy Wonka. I know I did. Dave is a cruel person who doesn't want to see Pedro Pascal's Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> and that, that disturbs me greatly. I will recommend Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory from 1971. <clears throat> oh, watched yeah, it with the kid. He, it's hard to get him to sit and watch a whole movie without him getting bored and going to go play. He's got such a like, boundless imagination. And he wants to go do stuff. He sat the whole time and asked me a lot of questions. Super concerned about the fate of the children, but knew they deserved it because they were bold little shits. He said, these kids are not nice. I said, yeah, they're not. And he was super concerned. Like when Charlie Bucket almost died, he figured out right away. He's like, he's screwed up. He's screwed up. He's not going to be able to, he's not going to win the chocolate. He, it, was, it was fun watching that through a seven-year-old's eyes for the first time. The movie holds up great. Gene Wilder is treasure. Yep. It's really good. He's uh, terrifying too. He can be terrifying. terrifying. I he's actually. Terrifying. I actually just, I just saw yeah. a video on TikTok where they were talking about uh, Willy Wonka. Chinese government? Don't make me pull the clip out again. And how Willy Wonka is actually a villain. He's a villain, but he's not a good person. Fun factoid about the movie. Gene Wilder wanted, he he told them to film that first scene with him where he came out on the cane and then did the role. Because he wanted to make sure that the audience knew that they couldn't trust a thing about him for the rest of the Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the brilliant movie making too. It's just yeah, I don't know. It, there's a lot of weird. It was a lot of weird things. It was also a young person who didn't grow up with the movie, so obviously has their modern day view on movies can't, like that. Can't, you can't be a Gen Zer who didn't grow up with these things and go back and try to watch them with your Twitter sphere eye. It doesn't they don't work that way? Yeah. yeah. I learned that JD is a a true lover of Pedro Pascal and, and I love the man. Do no wrong. Yeah, can't. I cried when Oberon Martel died. It's tragic. The show never recovered. Uh, it's actually true. The show never recovered from that. Also, I will recommend if, if you're here now and you're watching this after the fact, make sure you hit that subscribe button, click that bell for notifications so you don't miss this when we go live on Sunday nights right here on YouTube. Uh, also, I am working on something for the show for next week. I will make an announcement about it if I get it to work. If not, I'll I won't say anything else. <laughs> no, you don't know what it is yet. And we're in the dark, um, too. And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. I also recommend you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by Chris and so much more. And, yeah, and I guess I am going to recommend that you go see Dino- Dinosaur. Godzilla Minus One because that is what we will be talking about on the podcast next week because... I was outvoted by two Godzilla lovers. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, so on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let you get caught in the door. Have a good week.